This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. Closing in on the start of the Ford 400, wrapping up the 2011 NASCAR Sprint Cup Series season here today in South Florida at Homestead Miami Speedway Motor Racing Network. Glad to have you aboard for our coverage. Already this weekend, we've crowned two champions, Barney Hall. Friday night, Austin Dillon won the championship in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, and Ricky Stenhouse picked up the trophy last night in the NASCAR Nationwide Series. One more to go. Yeah, we've got the blanks. We just need to fill, fill it in here this afternoon between the two drivers that are running for the championship. You know, the stage is set for, to me, this is the best championship run in the history of NASCAR, and I've been here for a long, long time. I don't think you could ask for a better scenario to bring the curtain down on the season than what we've got right here at Homestead. The only time a championship race has been any closer with one race remaining was back in 1979. Remember Darrell Waltrip leading Richard Petty by two points going to the final race at Ontario, California. That's uh, the only one anywhere near the closeness of this one, what we're dealing with today. Obviously, the numbers are different because the points uh, situation has changed, the way they structure the points but all the way back that far back we have to go to find a battle this close I tell you to me comparing both drivers i don't care what category you talk about whether it's racing ability whether it's equipment this that the other whatever the only difference between these two drivers is tony is an owner driver and it's been a long time since an owner driver won the championship. Alan Kowicki, yep. the last one to do that back in uh, 1992. And since that time, there's just fewer and fewer uh, owner-drivers out there. It would be amazing to see that all come together. And particularly when you look at uh, uh, Haas CNC Racing, you know, what that was yep. before Tony came in and become a part owner and what he's done since that time in three years has put both his cars in the chase each year. And here he is now contending for a championship. A lot of folks are saying, you know what, it's great to see anybody win this title besides Jimmy Johnson because he's done it the last five years in a row. Yeah. Others say, well, you know, Tony's won it twice before. Like, you know, kind of nice to see somebody who's not been on that trophy. And, of course, they're talking about Carl Edwards. Well, the odds are 50-50 that he'll do it here this afternoon. And very shortly, that green flag is going to come out. Performance on the racetrack between these two guys, it, for me, it's a toss-up. The only difference might be the, the uh, crews, the, both crews for these two championship drivers are cool in the trenches, I guess is the best way to put it. That They couldn't be any better. They're the best in the business. They've uh, been un under pressure like this many, many times before. Carl's been in championship battles, close ones like this. He has the experience of that to fall back on. And as we said, Tony Stewart's certainly been in the same situation after winning two championships in his career. So I think it's pretty evenly matched as far as the amount of pressure on these two guys. Certainly have a huge crowd on hand here at Homestead Miami Speedway, and they have a beautiful day to go racing. It looks nice here in South Florida today. I'll tell you what, the weather is absolutely gorgeous. We had a little rain a couple of days ago, but for the most part, temperatures up in the 80, kind of dread to go back north where it's going to be cold. Yeah, it's nice here and a lot of folks have come out to be a part of the end of this 2011 NASCAR Sprint Cup Series season here today at Homestead Miami Speedway. There'll be a lot to talk about throughout the course of this final 400 miles of racing today. Most of the attention, though, on Carl Edwards and Tony Stewart. <laughs> Time now for the starting lineup for today's Ford 400. Brought to you by Wrangler. For unbeatable comfort and value, you can count on Wrangler. Wrangler, real comfortable jeans. Row 22. Mike List, Milwaukee, Oregon, School Media Ford. Row 21. Jeff Bodine, Shimong, New York, Luke and Associates, Chevrolet. TJ Bell, Reno, Nevada, Greensmoke.com, Ford. Row 20. Travis Quaffle, Janesville, Wisconsin, Long John Silver's Ford. Casey Mears, Bakersfield, California, Geico Toyota. Row 19. David Gilliland, Riverside, California, Taco Bell, Ford Fusion. 
Joe Nemechek, Lakeland, Florida, Toyota Camry. Row 18. David Stremme, South Bend, Indiana, Inception Motorsports, Chevrolet. Bobby Labonte, Corpus Christi, Texas. Reese Toe Power Toyota. Row 17. Dave Blaney, Cortland, Ohio, Tommy Baldwin Racing Chevrolet. Michael McDowell, Glendale, Arizona, Toyota Camry. Row 16. Joey Legano, Middletown, Connecticut, Home Depot Toyota. Jeff Burton, South Boston, Virginia, Caterpillar Chevrolet. Row 15. J.J. Yaley, Phoenix, Arizona, Ford. Cole Witt, Alpine, California, Kangaroo Express, Toyota. Row 14. David Rudeman, Zephyrus, Florida, Aaron's Dream Machine, Toyota Camry. Juan Pablo Montoya, Bogota, Colombia, Target, Chevrolet. Row 13. Jamie McMurray, Joplin, Missouri, Bass Pro Shops, Chevy Impala. Mark Martin, Batesville, Arkansas, GoDaddy.com, Chevrolet. Row 12. Brian Vickers, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Red Bull, Toyota. Paul Menard, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Menard's Chevrolet. Row 11. Landon Castle, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Security benefits, thank a teacher today, Chevy. Kevin Harvick, Bakersfield, California. Budweiser, Chevrolet. Row 10. Trevor Bain, Knoxville, Tennessee. Ford Motorcraft, Ford. Kyle Busch, Las Vegas, Nevada. Interstate Batteries, Camry. Row 9. G'day, I'm Marcus Ambrose. Tasmania, Australia. Stanley, Ford Fusion. Clint Boyer, Emporia, Kansas. Cheerios, Hamburger Helper Chevrolet. Row 8. Regan Smith, Cato, New York. Furniture Row Chevy. Tony Stewart, Columbus, Indiana. Office Depot, Mobile One Chevrolet. Row 7. Ryan Newman, South Bend, Indiana. U.S. Army Chevrolet. David Reagan, Unadella, Georgia. UPS Ford. Row 6. A.J. Allmendinger, San Jose, California. Best Buy Ford. Dylan Hart Jr., Mooresville, North Carolina. Amp Energy, National Guard Chevrolet. And now, the top 10 starters. Starting 10th. Denny Hamlin, Chesterfield, Virginia. FedEx Toyota. Starting 9th. Jimmy Johnson, El Cajon, California. Lowe's Chevrolet. Starting 8th. Greg Biffle, Vancouver, Washington. 3M Ford Fusion. Starting 7th. Jeff Gordon, Vallejo, California. Drive to End Hunger Chevrolet. Starting 6th. Matt Kenseth, Cambridge, Wisconsin. Crown Royal Ford. Starting 5th. Brad Keselowski, Rochester Hills, Michigan. Miller Lite Dodge. Starting 4th. Kurt Busch, Las Vegas, Nevada. Shell Pennzoil Dodge. Starting 3rd. Casey Kane, Enumclaw, Washington. Red Bull Toyota. Starting 2nd. Martin Truex Jr., Mayetta, New Jersey. Napa Auto Parts Toyota. And starting on the pole. Carl Edwards, Columbia, Missouri. Affleck Ford. That's the 43 starters for today's Ford 400. Fields now rolling off pit road as they'll begin several pace laps before we drop the green and start the Ford 400 this afternoon here at Homestead, Miami Speedway. Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. 
Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Field is working over into turn number three. They'll be seeing the green flag wave when they come off turn four this next time by. The race this afternoon on this one-and-a-half-mile layout, 267 laps, making up the total distance in the Ford 400. 400.5 miles as we wrap up the 2011 season and determine a new Sprint Cup Series champion. Up front, Carl Edwards and Martin Truex Jr. As the pace car is about to make the hard left-hand turn on the pit road, we are set to go racing in the Ford 400 for the start. MRN Radio Zone, Barney Hall. Pace car behind the pit wall. Here they come, rolling out of turn number four, getting ready to settle the season. See who's going to be the champion. Here they come. They're about 1,000 feet away from the flag stand. Green flag goes in the air, and we are underway in the Ford 400. At the bottom of the racetrack, Carl Edwards tries to find a niche out front and get away from the field. Won't be able to do it in turn one. Wants to put an early point on the board for leading lap number one, but Martin Truex will have none of it. He's right there alongside Carl Edwards, side by side at the exit of two. They race wheel to wheel up the back straightaway. Casey Kane now dropping anchor, started on the inside of the second row. He is outside the top five, up front. Still the challenge for the lead with Edwards working the bottom of the racetrack. Edwards pulls out in front of Martin Truex Jr. Truex is going to have to settle back in line, or will he? Off turn four, no. Martin Truex pulls up to the outside. The challenge still on for the top spot going to turn one. Side by side, into the banking. It's Edwards, bottom of the racetrack. Martin Truex all the way to the top side. Kurt Busch rides in third. He's being challenged by Matt. Matt Kenseth pulls to the inside off turn two. Dodge and Ford battle for the third position. Here's Kenseth to the bottom of the racetrack. Fender out in front and the advantage. He'll grab the spot. Lead the lead. Lane open, that is, for Jeff Gordon. But Gordon now will slide wide. Carl Edwards running very hard to stay at the front of the field, looking to see where Tony Stewart is. Tony started 15th. He's already picked up two positions. He's going to have to be awfully careful working his way through that traffic very early in the race. Only two laps complete. They go to turn two. J.J. Yaley slapped the wall in turn two last time by. Front of the pack, it's Edwards and Truex side by side. Tony Stewart getting into the hunt. He goes to the inside. It's Kurt Busch. Hits the wall off turn number two. Trouble for Kurt Busch. He is losing spots. The field thundering by, and he almost gets collected by Jeff Burton. Michelle Pentoil Dodge off the pace and at a snail's pace. Smoke billowing from underneath that Dodge Charger. Rest of the field charges by to the inside of the track. Kurt Busch now crosses over now that traffic is cleared and makes his way on the pit road. We'll go there momentarily. Meanwhile, battle for the lead again in turn two. Seeks a peek to the inside lane off the corner. Carl Edwards too strong. Leads the way to three. Edwards will lead the field off the end of the back straightaway. Truex in hot pursuit now. A car length and a half in arrears and then you drop back about maybe 15 car lengths to Matt Kenseth in third. Tony Stewart's worked his way up to 11th spot. As we said, he's taking very, very carefully planned passes on some of these cars in the early going here this afternoon. At the front of the field, I don't think it's any big surprise that Martin Truex Jr. is giving Carl Edwards a fit. Truex is on the hunt for sure. Staying on the back bumper. Good battle right now for seven. That's where Casey Kane is on the comeback trail. He fights his way to the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. sweeps around the outside of that Red Bull Toyota. He'll pick up another spot, and he'll look for another. Tries to put pressure on his teammate, Jimmy Johnson. Johnson's at the bottom, and Earnhardt racing way up against the outside retaining wall. Kurt Busch took his car into the garage. We'll find out more on his situation in a moment. Meanwhile, Tony Stewart picks up yet another position. He just went by Denny Hamlin and teammate Ryan Newman. Tony's now 10. Smoothly, methodically picking his way toward the front of the pack. Next man to fall in the crosshairs will be Greg Biffle. 
Tony Stewart has completed the pass around Ryan Newman. He's pulled away by three car lengths. Three more to make up on Greg Biffle. That would be a fight for position right around the end or the backside of the top ten. Greg Biffle is one of those drivers we talked about. He's had some good runs this season but has failed to go to victory lane. Right now, Carl Edwards is banned in charge. Mark Truex Jr. able to stick right with him. Then Matt Kent's a third. Brad Keselowski fourth. Rest of the top ten. Jeff Gordon a strong fifth. Bernhardt Jr. He is sixth. Jimmy Johnson seventh. Casey Kane is eighth. Greg Biffle ninth and tenth is Tony Stewart. Battle for third is headed to turn three. Brad Keselowski strong from the top side of turn number two. Matt Kenseth strong on the bottom of the racetrack at the entrance of turn number three. Side by side with Jeff Gordon waiting to see which lane is going to open up. Working off turn number four. Out front, it's Carl Edwards now starting to stretch that lead out a little bit. He's pulled away by a half second over Martin Truex. Again, Kurt Busch is in the garage here at lap seven. Steve Post, what happened? Yeah, Kurt Busch, the Shell Pennzoil uh, Dodge is up on jack stands right now. The crew up under it. Kurt Busch suffering a transmission failure is what he's suffering. In eighth in the point standing, so they're going to try to get it fixed and get it back out on the speedway and try to get as much as they can. But a transmission failure early for Kurt Busch. Back at about 11th position. Pretty good race going on back there. That's where Ryan Newman sits for the moment. Clint Boyer's right behind him. Denny Hamlin is also in that mix along with Kyle Busch. But at the front of the field, Carl Edwards has gone to the whip already this early. Man, he is turning some quick laps. He's over in turn two. He's got about 10 to 12. Carl Link's in hand over Martin Truex behind them. He's beginning to heat up for third. Brad Keselowski has company from Jeff Gordon. And it's starting to heat up for fifth as well. Matt Kenseth looks at the rearview mirror. Here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. very fast at the opening lap. Takes a look to the inside of Kenseth and four. Jr.'s been fast all weekend here at Homestead Miami Speedway in the practice sessions. And right now he's showing he's still fast. Down to the inside of Matt Kenseth. The battle for third quickly won by Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. jumps to the bottom of the racetrack. Kenseth will just fall in line behind him now. In front of them, Jeff Gordon continues to peck away at Brad Keselowski. He's doing it using the inside line. Keselowski very fast at the top of the racetrack, while Jeff Gordon looks lower. Maybe a groove, groove and a half. This time, Gordon will slide wide and chase Keselowski for that third spot. Got some really good drivers outside the top ten right now. Clint Boyer's back in 12th. Denny Hamlin not making a lot of headway. He's 13th. Kyle Busch is riding 14th and 15th is David Reagan. But for the most part, Dave Booty, this race going exactly as everybody expected. Everybody's playing the cards fairly close to the vest right now. Best battle in the top ten. Casey Kane and Jimmy Johnson. Kane takes the Red Bull Toyota to the bottom. Takes a sneak peek underneath that Chevrolet. Leaders come off the end of the back straightaway. Single file formation now up front. Martin Truex Jr. just keeping the leader at arm's length. About eight car lengths this operation. Casey Kane trying to work his way back to the front at the drop of the green flag. He was in the third position and fell way back. A real bad start for him, but now he's there working on the rear deck of the car of Jimmy Johnson trying to take away the seventh spot. Jimmy jumps away by a couple of car lengths at the entrance of turn number one. He's running up near the outside wall. Casey Kane running the middle of the racetrack in one and two. Here comes Kane onto the back straightaway now, trying to regain the lost ground that he lost earlier at the opening part of this event. He's got about five car lengths to make up before he can catch the back bumper of Jimmy Johnson's Chevrolet. Feel really getting strung out right now. 11 laps are complete. Make that 12 as Carl Edwards takes him back into turn one and two. Mark Truex Jr. is still right with him. Brad Keselowski, he's a full two seconds behind. Jeff Gordon's also three seconds out of then, and Caution is on the speedway. The first yellow flag of the afternoon is being displayed here at Homestead, Miami. 
Service Master Clean Caution comes out for debris, Barney, at uh, lap number 12. It'll be the first time we see the yellow flag wave over the Ford 400 as Carl Edwards had built up a six-tenths of a second lead over Martin Truex Jr. Brad Keselowski's third, Jeff Gordon fourth, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. is now in fifth. And now the leaders are coming to pit road at lap 13. Steve Post. Matt Kenseth, the very first pit box. The Crown Royal Ford is in. Two tires, chassis adjustment. One Pablo Montoya is in. Jeff Gordon is in. Dale Earnhardt Jr. And a whole bunch of other cars in front of Winston Kelly. Including the leader, Carl Edwards. The crew going to go to work on the right side of his car. Brad Keselowski, a good solid run early on. Most of these guys getting a good read on the tire wear. Martin Truex Jr. going to offer two tires. He's going to come out second just behind Carl Edwards. That first pit stop benefiting him. Casey Kane who had fallen back. He comes out with a good pit stop on his machine as well. Paul Menard's on pit road along with Denny Hamlin, Regan Smith, Marcus Ambrose, Joy Logano, and Greg Biffle all getting tires, mostly two tires in Sunoco Fuel. Alex? It was fuel only for Jimmy Johnson. Right side tires for Tony Stewart. Also in pit lane was Kyle Busch, Jeff Burton, Clint Boyer, Mark Martin, uh, Trevor Bain, Kevin Harvick, everybody down here on uh, pit road here early in the going. So again, uh, we slow things down because of a rain shower rolling across the speedway here, something we did not expect here this afternoon. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Still a light, misty rain here at Homestead Miami Speedway that just blew in a few moments ago. We'd completed uh, 13 laps of racing before that started. Now there's a lot of clear blue sky around here, but also some clouds that uh, are causing some concern, I guess you'd say. And hopefully the uh, blue sky will win out over the clouds. We get back under the green flag and roll along here. One of the championship contenders is in trouble, apparently, Barney Hall. Tony Stewart has just come down pit road. Alex Hayden is there. He's got a hole in the front grill of the race car. Right now, they've got some of the crew members over the wall. He's got the car stopped. They're working at the front end of that car. They, what they've done is they've got all the different screens out, different size screens, just in case they need to clip some of that out and reattach it to the front end. It's at the right front corner of the grill area of Tony Stewart's black and red Chevrolet. So the team right now continuing to work under caution, certainly not going to lose a lap right here as they'll be able to get him back out before the pace car comes back around. As we say a lot of times, if you're going to have a problem, have it early because that way you've got all day long to get out there and fix it and get back in the hunt. Yeah, and maybe you look at it from the standpoint of getting your bad luck behind you and maybe it'll get better later on in the day. Again, this is not uh, too severe a situation. It looks like they're uh, well underway in getting the repairs made, getting that uh, wire screen replaced as Alex was describing there. Field is about to exit turn number four, hit the front straightaway and they will see the green flag. We'll go back to green flag racing. As Joe told you, several cars stayed on the racetrack. Joe Nemechek is posted as a leader. Carl Edwards is second. Martin Truex Jr. third. Earnhardt Jr. fourth. And fifth is going to be Matt Kenseth. 
pace vehicle behind the pit wall. Here they come to the line. Green flag goes back in the air. See if Carl Edwards can do what he's done early this afternoon. And let's get out front and hold off Martin Truex Jr. and Earnhardt Jr. Dale Jr.'s right on their tail going over to turn two. Oh, nearly gets into the back of Edwards. Has to check up. That allows Truex to come flying around the outside. It's Edwards, Truex, and Earnhardt off two. It is a three-car breakaway now. Two car lengths back to Matt Kenseth in fourth. And they are side-by-side side for fifth. Here's Ryan Newman. He'll open up the inside lane and race side-by-side with Casey Kane. And Matt Kenseth goes after Dale Earnhardt Jr. in a battle for third. Kenseth just drove down to the inside of Jr., pulled up alongside. Further back, three wide. Jeff Gordon underneath. Brad Keselowski going off to turn one. Makes the power move to the low line. Keselowski in the middle. Kevin Harvick top side of the racetrack. Jeff Gordon up a couple of spots. Leaders to the back straight away. Here's Dale Earnhardt Jr. Matt Kenseth side-by-side side for third. Kenseth wants the position. Jr.'s able to hold him off. Matter of fact, Jr. dives to the inside, shutting off the advance of the Matt Kenseth Ford. Hard racing up through turns three and four, even harder down in turns one and two. It almost had become a norm down there to run three wide as they go off into the corner. Still a good battle with Matt Kenseth and Ryan Newman and Earnhardt Jr. in turn two. Newman to the inside of the racetrack will take over position number four. Now here comes Jimmy Johnson. He'll move to the left elbow of Matt Kenseth. Jimmy Johnson and company racing up the back straightaway. First on the hit list for Jimmy Johnson is Matt Kenseth. Trying to get by the Ford, that purple and black Ford of Kenseth is Jimmy Johnson. He'll have success using the inside lane. Jimmy right down to the bottom of the track and swings up out against the outside retaining wall to complete that pass. A little bit further back, here's Clint Boyer sneaking up on the rear deck of Jeff Gordon. This is the race for eight. Gordon will dive to the bottom of the track. Boyer's going to take it all the way to the safer barrier. Top side in turn number two. Big advantage for Gordon. He's actually going to pull to the inside of Casey Kane. And are up alongside there for Jeff Gordon in his Chevrolet. Side by side with Casey Kane. They will race to the entrance of turn number three. Gordon opts for the low lane and will get the advantage on Kane, who races top, uh, upstairs against the wall. I've been watching Jeff Gordon for the last 10 or 12 laps out there, and he is really aggressive going through turns three and four up there. It looks like he is on the move down in turn one. Another man on the move is Dale Earnhardt Jr. He's going to go low lane. Try and move under Martin Truex Jr. That now will be the wheel-to-wheel battle for position number two. It's allowing race leader Carl Edwards to get away. Tent Carling's the advantage for cousin Carl over that side-by-side battle between Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Martin Truex Jr. Junior's all the way at the bottom of the track while Martin Truex is all the way up against the outside retaining wall. Once they come up off the corner, Truex swings around, will hold Junior off. But there's another battle. It's shaping up right behind them in turn one. Jimmy Johnson inside lane. Outside line belongs to Ryan Newman. Those two Chevrolets will go door to door. That's the battle for position number four as they head off turn two. They will remain in that side-by-side status. Johnson liking the low lane off the end of the back straightaway. That's the lane he'll use. Ryan Newman a groove off the safer barrier. Fed around in front for Johnson. Everything's going exactly as smooth as it could for Carl Edwards. He's out front leading this race. Has an advantage right now of a full second over Martin Truex Jr. I'm wondering why we're not talking about Tony. Tony Stewart all the way back to 30th spot after all that uh, work they did on the front end of the car. But he is still out there running. 
and he's still got plenty of time to get back in the hunt. He's picking up uh, spots about every time uh, they cross the start-finish line, Barney. He'll gain a spot or two. He restarted back at about the 35th position, and already Tony's worked his way up to the 28th spot. Over in turn four, Greg Biffle on the move, a three-time winner here at Homestead Miami Speedway, but winless this year. He's just dove down to the inside of the racetrack to take a shot at Clint Boyer. That might actually cost him a position because now Brad Keselowski is on his rear deck. Boyer's got the number 10 spot, 11th belongs to Biffle. Then comes Brad Keselowski and Mark Martin. Here comes the Biff again to the inside line, trying to overtake Clint Boyer. Tried to open up the inside line, not having much success off turn two and onto the back straightaway. Matter of fact, Biffle will lose a car length on the back stretch, but again, he'll maneuver to the bottom of the racetrack, trying to get him alongside Clint Boyer. Yeah, Greg has been really frustrated all season long. He's been in a position to win several races, just had uh, somebody else's bad luck suddenly be a part of him out there, kept him out of victory lane. Scramble going on from third place on back in turn two. Jeff Gordon to the inside lane on Ryan Newman. They go side by side. That'll actually be the battle for four. Newman strong in the outside lane. And Newman's able to hang on to that spot, but Gordon continues to pound away at the outside lane. Early on, Jeff liked the lane down low. This time he'll go topside and try to get the run on that U.S. Army Chevrolet. Meanwhile, Carl Edwards has a one-and-a-half second lead built up over Martin Truex Jr., Dale Earnhardt Jr. riding along there in the third spot. Ryan Newman just getting around Jeff Gordon. Newman's up to fourth and Gordon in fifth. May not stay that way for long, though, because Gordon drives right up under the rear spoiler of Ryan Newman. Loosens him up midway between one and two, and he'll dive to the inside. He'll dive to the inside. He will race alongside of Ryan Newman. And by the time they get to the end of the back straightaway, Jeff Gordon will complete the pass and pick up the fourth position. We're under caution for the second time. Dave Blaney had a problem over in turn three. Yeah, Barney, he was working his way through turns three and four. The back end kicked out from underneath of him. He spun the car a long, lazy slide and ended up on the inside of the racetrack. No contact with the safer barrier and no contact with anybody else on the racetrack. Service Master Clean Caution displayed for the second time here this afternoon. The first one back at lap 12 when rain showers rolled over the Homestead Miami Speedway. Right now, bright sunshine is out, and it's perfect conditions once again. That's just how it happens here in South Florida many times. Field comes off turn number four. Pace car brings them there, and everybody dives off the banking to go to pit road once again, Steve Post. Yes, indeed. Here they come down pit road. Matt Kenseth has the very first pit box. Ryan Newman is in. Here's Jeff Gordon, the drive-down hunger Chevrolet. Grew around to the right side of that automobile. Dale Earnhardt Jr., a good star here today. Going to be four tires for Jr. as well. David Rudum is in, and everybody getting four tires, it looks like, this time around. Here on this end of pit road, now up to Winston Kelly. Martin Truex Jr. Brad Keselowski, Carl Edwards the leader. Edwards just a little bit tight in the middle and loose off. They're going to make a track bar adjustment on Carl Edwards. No, it looks like a wedge adjustment. Two tires this time for the Brad Keselowski car. He gets out just in front of Kevin Harvick. Four this time for both Edwards and Truex Jr. Marcus Ambrose on this center pit road along with Greg Biffle, Joey Logano, Casey King, Denny Hamlin, Paul Menard, all getting tires and Sunoco fuel. Alex? Tony Stewart back in. Another long pit stop as they can continue to put more high-speed duct tape on the front of that race car. This time it's being applied to the left front fender of that uh, black and red office Depot Mobile One Chevrolet. Tony Stewart about to pull away after some tires and Sunoco fuel as well. Also, Kevin Harvick, Jimmy Johnson, Kyle Busch, Clint Boyer, Mark Martin, and Jeff Burton all on pit road here on lap 35. Kevin Harvick was the first off pit road. He was followed by Brad Keselowski, then Mark Martin, Carl Edwards, and Jeff Gordon. That's your top five cars off pit 
road. They continue to work on Tony Stewart's car. Now they drop the jack, send him back onto the racetrack. He had worked his way up into 17th position. He was way outside the top 25 a little bit earlier. But as we said, he's had a problem early in the race, but he's still got all afternoon to get it cured. Yeah, long way to go. 231 laps are remaining in the Ford 300 here this afternoon. Coming in, Carl had a three-point lead over Tony Stewart because of Tony's problems. Right now, that stands at 20 points, the deficit from Carl Edwards back to Tony Stewart. And throughout the course of this uh, race, that will change quite frequently. Carl jumped out front. He wanted to lead, lead the most laps. That would have given him some points also. But uh, for the moment, situation right now with 36 laps to go, it can go either way. But for the moment, Juan Pablo Montoya gets back on the racetrack. As Joe told you, Brad Keselowski comes out second. Kevin Harvick, Mike Bliss, and Mark Martin, the top five. Getting ready to go back to green. Flag is in the air, and they set sail off to turn one and two. Juan Pablo Montoya was the man up front. Let's see if he can hold on to the lead. Kevin Harvick, Mark Martin, Carl Edwards, they all scramble in turn one. Montoya surges to the inside of Brad Keselowski. Bit further back. Matt Kessler goes three wide to the outside. Barrier, but picks up two spots. Up front, Brad Keselowski around the outside of Juan Pablo Montoya to take the lead. Kevin Harvick to the bottom to take second. And here comes Carl Edwards alongside of JPM for third. Here they come racing side by side for the third position. While up front it is Brad Keselowski, who won the nationwide race here yesterday afternoon. Keselowski, Harvick, and that battle between Edwards and Montoya. Montoya to the outside of the racetrack. He'll lose third to Edwards. He'll lose fourth to Jeff Gordon. Here comes Dale Junior makes the move to the inside. Three wide behind him. Ryan Newman inside. Mark Martin middle. Clint Boyer top side as they shuffle it up. Boyer now will grab the spot. Newman will follow suit as they still have a log jam behind them for position. That's all for fifth place as they roll out of turn number four. Head back into the corner. From fifth place on back, they'll be Mark Martin, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Clint Boyer, Brian Vickers, and Ryan Newman. Right now, I would say that uh, at the front of the field is the safest place to be for Carl Edwards. That's the safest place to be for anybody right now. Well, probably on toward the middle of the pack. They are stacked up from sixth on back. You got Boyer, and then you got Truex, who makes the move to the inside of Boyer around Ryan Newman, and then Ryan Vickers and Juan Pablo Montoya race along in that battle as well. Heavy racing early in the running of the Ford 300 here this afternoon. Back for about the sixth, seventh, and eighth position. Ryan Newman underneath Clint Boyer. They're side by side in one. Newman will slide underneath him at the entrance to one, hug the bottom of the racetrack to take that position away. Then Boyer falls back in. Ryan Newman will go to 7th. Clint Boyer will go to 8th. Matt Kenseth, Brian Vickers, ninth and 10th. And then you get back to a side-by-side battle between Denny Hamlin and Juan Pablo Montoya. We're talking about Greg Biffle. Check in with Winston Kelly. Greg Biffle's situation, he came down pit road. He got two tires the first half, and he got blocked in a little bit by Joey Logano, so he lost so much track position getting out. He came back down pit road, went ahead and put on two left side tires so he could have four fresh tires since he had lost so much position. Homestead Miami Speedway, Brad Keselowski still shows the way in the Ford 300. The race now for second between Harvick and Edwards. Carl Edwards is on the move once again. Drops low on the racetrack. Puts the wheel underneath Kevin Harvick. They're going to go side by side. It's going to be Harvick in the high lane prevailing. 
Carl Edwards slipping a tad, coming off turn two. He'll lose the second spot. He'll back up a car length into the clutches of Jeff Gordon, which would turn into the battle for third. While all that's going on from third place on back at the front of the field, Brad Keselowski's putting a little daylight on everybody else as he crosses the stripe and heads back into turn number one. Look a little further back in the field. They're really racing hard. Clint Boyer's one of those back there. Brian Vickers, Denny Hamlin, Jimmy Johnson in the mix, and Casey Kane. Three of those drivers are three wide right now for position. Hamlin at the bottom, Jimmy Johnson in the middle, Ryan Vickers all the way up against the safer barrier. Racing for the 10th position now. Hamlin will grab that 10th spot. Vickers will grab 11th. Jimmy Johnson right there as well. Here's Johnson inside. Vickers outside. Matter of fact, Johnson's going to take it all the way to the bottom of the racetrack. Johnson trying to hang on there and pick up a position if he can, but it's not going to work. Brian Vickers will hold him off as they come back to the start-finish line. Tony Stewart again after a couple of trips to pit road, working his way back up through the field. Across the line this time, he's back up in the 23rd position after problems earlier this afternoon when they knocked out the grill on the front end of the race car. Here's how he described that to his crew chief, Darian Grubb. It looks all good. It just split the seam. I was afraid it was going to keep separating there. So we got a big tape over it. It's all good. All right. They're even really going to feel worse now after we went to the back twice and come back and kick their ass. <laughs> At least uh, he knows he has a good car. They can come back up through the field. Tony Stewart, this time across the line. Well, last time he was 23rd. Let's follow him now off turn number four. Still there, 23rd, but he's working on Jamie McMurray. Boy, he's been spectacular and a couple of times terrifying to watch as he threads his way through traffic. Not a lot of, a lot, a lot of tiptoeing going on for Stewart right now. He is flashing his way through this pack. Tony Stewart around Jamie McMurray, around Landon Castle. Now he'll step to the outside of Mark Martin, make that pass, and cut to the inside of Marcus Ambrose. Yeah, Tony makes it three wide up there in turns three and four. And as he said a little bit earlier, Joe, doesn't have a whole lot to lose. Why not get out there and do exactly what you need to do to try and win this race, which is run as hard as you can and win it. That's the way Tony always races. That's the thing that folks come to a situation like this and say, okay, he's changed his style. No, that's just the way Tony Stewart is all the time, wide open as he continues working his way closer and closer to the front of the field. Here come the leaders at the front. Brad Keselowski trying to hold off Carl Edwards, and Carl is getting closer and closer, but also a third player about to show up in this mix. Jeff Gordon is closing in. Drive to end, Hunter Chevrolet has shaken itself free of Kevin Harvick and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Gordon is up to third, still about five car lengths behind Edwards. And Edwards is one car length behind race leader Brad Keselowski. Edwards has regained the lost ground but he's looking for more at the entrance to turn three. Here's Edwards. He'll shift to the high lane of the racetrack. He's a half a car length behind the race leader. He wants the lead off the corner. Cuts across trying to get to the bottom of the racetrack and get a run going there and take it away from Brad Keselowski. Is it going to work in turn one? It looks like it is. Carl drives it deep into the bottom of the racetrack in turn one. He's going to slide up the hill, slide in front of Brad Keselowski. Carl Edwards back to the lead at Homestead, Miami Speedway. He'll not only take the lead, he'll pull away by Carl Length now two car lengths over the Miller Lite Dodge and Jeff Gordon right there. Three car lengths behind in third. It's another five back to Dale Earnhardt Jr. in fourth and three back to Martin Truex Jr. in fifth. Here they come now working back up off turn number four since we talked about Tony Stewart. He's picked off a few more spots. Moved up into the 19th position. Matter of fact, make that 18th as now he has just gone by Paul Menard. At Homestead Miami Speedway, Kurt Busch has brought his car back onto the racetrack. He had a trans 
transmission problem at the start of the event here this afternoon. He's 48 laps down, but trying to salvage all he can, trying to stay in the top 10 in championship point standings. And an issue for Trevor Bain a few moments ago. Slap the wall over in turn number four and pancake the right side. We'll follow up on that in a moment. Right now, Carl Edwards starting to check out once again. Has nearly a second lead over Jeff Gordon. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has moved up to third. Brad Keselowski's fourth. And Martin Truex Jr. is in fifth. At Homestead Miami Speedway, the Ford 400 rolls along. Carl Edwards continues to show the way now by eight tenths of a second. A couple of changes at the top five. Brad Keselowski lost two spots. Martin Truex Jr. got by to take fourth, and now Matt Kenseth has gone by. He's picked up the fifth position here at lap 55. Before the break, we mentioned a couple of stories. One, Kurt Busch had come back out of the garage, and also the fact Trevor Bain had uh, hit the wall over in turn number four. Let's follow up on both stories with Alex Hayden. Starting with Kurt Busch. Steve Post was right on the money at his report a little earlier. As soon as Kurt Busch put the car in the garage area, he did in fact have a fail on the transmission, but it got a little worse than that once they got up underneath the race car and began to poke and prod their way underneath there to diagnose the problem. The transmission broke, which also broke the drive shaft, which also sent the drive shaft through the oil tank. So all kinds of problems for Kurt Busch's race car, but they've got Humpty Dumpty put back together and got him back out on the racetrack. Now, Trevor Bain uh, had the outside safer barrier reach out and slap him around a little bit. Just some damage down the right side of the race car. Checked in with Donnie Wingo and the crew. They all say the race car is just fine. The right side tires are okay. No fender rubs as far as they can see. They've had the binoculars out the last couple of laps by to make sure, but everything so far right here in the Wood Brothers pit seems to be okay as well. All the fans who are pulling for Tony Stewart don't count Tony out. A moment ago, he was outside the top 25, and right now, Joe, he's all the way back up to 15th, taking his time getting back up there. Got 210 laps to get up there and maybe win this championship. He continues working his way through the field, and yeah, but even though he had a little problem on the front end, they took care of that, and uh, he is sailing through this pack right now, closing in on A.J. Allmendinger. That is the race for 13th in turn one. Tony just pulled the king of all slide jobs on Kyle Busch a lap ago to pick up a position. Now he's all over the back of A.J. Allmendinger, follows in his tire tracks off turn number two. Tony Stewart has those office depot sails in the wind, and he is going to the front. He has gotten around Kyle Busch, and he'll dive to the inside of the entrance of turn number three and put the best by forward of A.J. Allmendinger in the rearview mirror. The thing is going on with Tony right now. His race car is damaged, but he's about as quick as anything out there, and he's knocking off positions every time around up to 13th right now. Still got plenty of time to get it done. 59 laps are complete. Carl Edwards is your leader. Jeff Gordon rides second. Earnhardt Jr. is third. Need to talk a little bit more about Dale Jr. because Joe, he's been in the mix of the top five and six almost since they put him under green except for one time when he got a little bit behind on a pit stop, but he has got a quick race car. He's shown us that all weekend, practice sessions and all, and it's certainly following up here today. As you said, he's uh, holding on to the third place position. Marcus Ambrose crossed uh, by the start-finish line a few moments ago. It sounds like something is going wrong with his Stanley Tools Ford. Here he comes once again, and definitely running on all eight cylinders. We'll follow up there and see what's happening with Marcus Ambrose, who won at Watkins Glen earlier this year. Carl Edwards up front. He stretched it out now to 1.1 seconds over Jeff Gordon. 
feeling pretty good. He must be right now, knowing that Tony's having to struggle a little bit. But on the other side of that, Barney, you know what Tony said in that soundbite a few moments ago, the fact that, you know, we got him worried now. We've worked our way from the back of the field back up twice. It shows how good a car he's got. Like Buddy Baker said one time, you look a whole lot better uh, from the back of the field coming to the front than you do from the front going to the back. But this thing is far from being over. We've got 206 laps remaining in the race here. Carl Edwards is the leader. Jeff Gordon, second. Earnhardt Jr., a very strong third. Mark Truex Jr., fourth. And Matt Kenseth, fifth. Quick look at the rest of the top ten. Brad Keselowski is sixth. Kevin Harvick, haven't talked a lot about him, but he's got a solid race car out there this afternoon, too. Ryan Newman is eighth. Clint Boyer, ninth. And Jimmy Johnson's up to tenth. Let's follow up on Marcus Ambrose' problem, Winston. Well, they think they've got a motor problem. He has changed ignition boxes to see if that was the problem. Doesn't seem to be happening. He's currently running the 27th, 28th position now after starting in the 11th position. He's in a race car that's done very well. It's finished in the top 10 a number of times, including fourth at Las Vegas, a couple of runs in Charlotte, sixth and fifth, sixth and 11th at Texas. So one of uh, Marcus Ambrose's favorite race cars. He's done well on the mile and a half all year long. Was looking forward to an excellent run after starting in the uh, 18th position today. Marcus Ambrose with some motor problems early on here at Homestead. Marcus says one of his biggest challenges is to win on an oval. Everybody knows about his road racing background, but he wants to show everybody he can win on an oval. He's come close a few times this year, but apparently it's not going to happen here today. As uh, You can hear that thing passing us here at the start-finish yeah. line. He does definitely have a problem. We gave you the top ten. Let's run a little further back in the field. We haven't given you a rundown in a while. Casey Kane is 11th. Denny Hamlin's up to 12th. Tony Stewart, well, he's still knocking him off. Tony's up to 13th. A.J. Allmendinger is 14th. Kyle Bush is 15th, David Reagan 16th, Brian Vicker 17th, Juan Pablo Montoya 18th, 19th is Paul Menard, and 20th is Landon Castle. 21st is where you find Greg Biffle right now, Trevor Bain 22nd, Jamie McMurray 23rd, Jeff Burton 24th, and David Rudiman 25th, Joey Logano's in 26th, Mark Martin 27th, Regan Smith is in 28th, Casey Mears 29th, and Dave Blaney runs 30th. Bobby Labonte is riding 31st, Cole Whit 32nd, Marcus Ambrose is 33rd, 34th is Travis Quapple, 35th. David Gilliland. Mike Bliss is 36th. 37th belongs to T.J. Bell. Jeffrey Bodine is 38th. Out of the race in 39th position will be Joe Nemechek. J.J. Yaley will finish 40th. He's in the garage. Kurt Busch spent a great deal of time. He's back on the racetrack right now. But he looks like in 41st place. David Strimmy out of the race. He'll finish 42nd. And 43rd will go to Michael McDowell. That's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Carl Edwards' lead is now 1.3 seconds over Jeff Gordon. And if you're tracking Tony Stewart, he continues to pick off positions, but not quite as frequently now as we get deeper into this run. He's worked his way back up into the 13th position, but is pulled up on the rear deck of Denny Hamlin. Let's pick him up here as he crosses the start-finish line. About two car lengths behind Denny is where he sits now as he enters turn one. He's run Hamlin down from about two seconds back in the last five to seven laps. Not going to waste any time doing away with it. Slides to the inside. Drives on by at the end of the turn two. Tony Stewart makes short order of Denny Hamlin now coming to the back straightaway. He has completed the pass. He's pulled away by four car lengths, and Tony Stewart does it through turn number three, one groove off the outside retaining wall. I think we had a couple of cars on pit road a moment ago, Steve. Yeah, Juan Pablo Montoya was just in a lap or two ago reporting that the car is very ill handling. They took four tires, made a track bar adjustment, air pressure adjustment. A little early on the pit sequence, but uh, when you're struggling and this thing has a green flag flavor, if you will, and this race tends to have some long green flag runs, no sense of 
keeping a struggling car out there. So Jim Pullman, crew chief on the target Chevrolet, brought him in. And uh, now we see the uh, wounded and ailing car of Marcus Ambrose limping down the road. So he's headed on up, and uh, we'll follow up in his pit area as he makes his way up there in just a moment. Joe, there's several drivers that will be glad when this year is over and they get to Daytona in February and start over. Jeff Burton's one of those. One Pablo Montoya certainly won along with Brian Vickers and Casey Mears and probably a half a dozen others that kind of glad the season's over. Yeah, sometimes it just starts going the wrong way and there's no saving it. It's like, okay, let's just wipe it out and get a clean sheet of paper and start all over again. Yeah, I think there's quite a few guys that uh, probably have that same uh, sort of way of, of looking at it. You know, you talk to some of the guys about what they're going to do in the offseason. A lot of drivers, uh, Tony Stewart comes to mind, uh, Casey Kane, they'll take off and go racing all winter long, whether it be dirt tracks in the U.S. I know Tony and Casey typically will go to Australia. Uh, talking to Marcus Ambrose uh, earlier today about his plans, he's going to Australia. That's where he lives. But he said uh, he's not going anywhere near a racetrack. He said he's going fishing. <laughs> Get away a lot from of these guys, I'll tell you, at this time of the year, there are very few, few of us in this business, whether you're a driver, crew chief, or whatever, uh, that you kind of get burned out at this stage of the year. But right now we've got a race to run to widen the season down. Carl Edwards doing exactly what he, he couldn't do any better to get out front and lead laps here. While Tony Stewart has had a problem with the front end of the car, caved in a little bit there. Tony's back in 12th place, but now we've watched his speeds up and down. He's about as quick as anybody out there. It's going to take him a little bit longer maybe to get up inside the top five. But if things keep going as good as they have been the last 15 or 20 laps, he'll be there. Working his way back up to 12th right now as we're seeing more pit stops, Winston. Yeah, one of those was Marcus Ambrose. He just came down. They're going to take his car behind pit wall. Paul Menard's on pit road. He changed two tires last time. They're going to go for a four-tire stop. They got the first can of Sunoco fuel in for Paul Menard, and they're going to go around to the left. That's going to be a four-tire stop to Steve Post. David Reagan was in four tires. Chassis adjustment on the My UPS or UPS My Choice Ford, and it looks like a pair of Richard Childress Racing Chevrolets are in front of Alex Hayden. And that's Clint Boyer, who is tight on entry and loose off the corner. Four fresh tires Sunoco fuel for him. Same for the black and red Budweiser Chevrolet. Kevin Harvick, his car has already had his service. He's leading his teammate, Clint Boyer, out. Jeff Burton, the third RCR car, is on pit road. We go to Winston Kelly. And their crew going to go to work on the right side of that machine. They've got a good smooth stop going. It's uh, working around now to the left side of that part. Greg Biffle on pit road. He had lost some positions. He changes four tires. Same thing for Regan Smith. It's a four-tire stop there. Here comes Brad Kislowski. Had a good solid run going a little bit loose in. First can of Sunoco fuel going in. It's going to be a four-tire stop for Brad Kislowski. Back to Alex. And Tony Stewart is in left side work just about complete. They're going to go a half turn away Chassis adjustment, Sunoco Racing Fuel Jr. is down and away. Jamie McMurray is in, also getting pit work. A.J. Allmendinger, David Ruderman was in, as well just a lap or two ago. Bobby Labonte in getting pit service. Dave Blaney is in, and here comes the Outback Ford race leader, Carl Edwards, creeping at 45 miles per hour down the road, headed to Winston Kelly. And he's about 10 pit stalls away as Casey Kane completes his stop on lap 79. Kane's crew, a rubber in air pressure down. The car's been worse than it's been all day long. Carl Edwards still satisfied with his car. A little bit tight in, but good off the corner. They complete the right side tire change. We see the wrench go in the left side. Looks like a slight track bar adjustment on Carl Edwards' car. Drops it down. Four tires and fuel for Carl Edwards. 
backwards. He returns to the racetrack. Mark Truex Jr. completes a four-tire stop as well. Back to Steve. Jeff Gordon, the drive down Hunger Chevrolet. Then a solid top five run. No changes on the right side. Crew around to the left side. Pump and a half of the jack. Left side tire work is complete. Sonoka Racing Fuel has been delivered. Jeff Gordon grabs the gear up to the 45-mile-per-hour pit road speed and is headed back to the racetrack. Jeff Gordon, another one of those cars you probably need to keep your eye on this afternoon because slowly but surely he's been able to stay somewhere around the front of the pack, and he's knocked off some pretty good cars out there three or four times passing, particularly in the corners. Car very strong. He's very fast today. Matt Kenseth is as well. He had just picked up the lead, but now he's on pit road. Matt Kenseth has the very first pit box right off from turn number four. The crew already around to the left side. Veteran crew chief Jimmy Bennett. A good race track for Matt Kenseth and this crew, and a very good pit stop. Kenseth has completed his pit work here on lap number 81. For a lot of drivers, this track has been a piece of cake for them over the years. For a lot of other drivers, they've really had a hard time mastering the Homestead Miami Speedway. But for the moment, Jimmy Johnson is the man. Matt Kenseth showing up in second. Carl Edwards is third. Fourth belongs to Travis Quapple. Fifth is Jeff Gordon. Rest of the top ten, Mike Bliss is sixth. Mark Truex Jr. is seventh. Earnhardt Jr. is eighth. Ninth is Kevin Harvick. And Clint Boyer is tenth. Here's Jimmy Johnson coming down pit road. He lit him up. He'll try to make the entrance off turn number four, and he's in front of Alex now. He stayed out an extra lap or two to lead and get another bonus point. The wedge is going to be done. Actually, it's a track bar adjustment for Jimmy Johnson. Four fresh tires, a little slow on the right side. Finally to the left side to go. Second can of Sunoco Racing Fuel goes in. Jimmy Johnson's work is complete under green-black conditions. Trouble at the end of the back straightaway for David Reagan. A lot of smoke and a puff of flame from underneath the UPS Ford. He has pulled the car to the inside of the racetrack, but he is headed to pit road in a cloud of smoke. And because of that, the Service Master Clean Caution will be displayed for the third time this afternoon. Coming out at lap 82 as David Reagan takes his car directly back into the garage area. Let's go back to Mike Bagley. Yeah, Joe Hatman coming off turn two and on to the back straightaway. A big plume of smoke began to develop, and uh, we could see the flames working up under the hood there as he worked by our broadcasting position here in turn number three. He quickly brought that board to the inside of the racetrack. He used the access road, which is inside of the apron of the racetrack, to make his way at a safe pace and a safe entry onto the pit lane. Tough break there for David Reagan. Now, most of these guys had already made their pit stop, but uh, right now we're seeing a few that will make some late stops here with 83 laps on the board. We've had several pit stops. Let's first check in with Winston Kelly. Uh, Casey Kane was one of those. A very long pit stop on that last run. They had said the car was worse than it had been all day long. A little bit tight in one part of the racetrack, a little bit loose. And another say they made an air pressure adjustment and added a spring rubber in. So they brought him back down pit road. Even though he was running in the top 12, Casey King not satisfied with his car. Also on pit road, Joey Logano and Greg Biffle. We're going to find out exactly what they did this time to Casey's car. Alex? Yeah, we had Clint Boyer on his car. A little tight on entry, so they went down on the track bar. And he uh, also was a little bit loose off, so they did right side tires only. Just to try to dial that race car in just a little bit. Clint Boyer on his final voyage with Richard Childress racing as he moves over to Michael Waltrip racing next year. Also, Mark Martin on the pit lane in his last run with Hendrick Motorsports. His car got a little close on the balance is what he's reporting. Just a tick on the blue side going in, but thinks he'll be great in traffic. Four fresh tires, Sunoco fuel topped off from Mark Martin, uh, and that'll be the, the story down here on lap 85. 
cleanup just about complete over in turn number three where uh, David Reagan's uh, car went up in smoke a few moments ago. And so shortly we should be back under the green flag and roll along here. Tony Stewart, after the stops, has moved up to the ninth position for the restart. And again, Carl Edwards will restart up front alongside Jeff Gordon. Pace car behind the pit wall. Here they come down to the line, still looking for the green flag. It's in the air. And at the bottom of the racetrack is Carl Edwards. Jeff Gordon's on the outside. They race for the lead in turn one. Side by side into the banking of turn one. Edwards on the inside, shoots ahead of Jeff Gordon. Picks up an immediate car length and a half. Carl Edwards back to the lead. Gordon will fight Martin Truex for second. Truex opens the inside lane off turn two, trying to get the run on Jeff Gordon. But Gordon will battle back in the outside lane. Side by side to turn three. Truex with the advantage trying to slip through and grab that second position. Carl Edwards up front, though, brings him back up off turn number four. Looks back, and there is Martin Truex sitting right in behind him. Jeff Gordon next in line. Then the race for third. That's Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Kevin Harvick. Harvick is on the attack. He jumps to the bottom in turn number one. Drives to the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. He'll take away the number four spot. Sideways for a moment. Coming off the corner was Dale Jr. He'll hang on to fifth. But his mirrors are filled with Matt Kenseth. Matter of fact, Kenseth will change lanes and open up the inside line. Trying to grab that fifth spot. That fifth spot right now very much up for grabs between Kevin Harvick, Matt Kenseth, Ryan Newman, Brad Keselowski, and Tony Stewart. A solid ninth position. He's in pretty heavy traffic working over to third two. About to lose a spot to Jimmy Johnson. That low Chevrolet has come to life after the pit stop. Joey drives the show. Or rather, Jimmy drives underneath Tony Johnson will grab the position, fall in line right behind Brad Keselowski, Ryan Newman, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Here's Newman going to work on Jr. Inside lane is open. Newman and Dale Earnhardt Jr. wheel to wheel. Fighting there for the sixth position, Ryan Newman driving down to the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Meanwhile, at the front of the field, here's a race for second now as Truex and Jeff Gordon are going at it. Gordon to the inside, Truex to the outside, and again, the short way around will be the quick way around. Move Jeff Gordon to Chevrolet to the number two spot. He will grab that second position to the back straightaway. Jeff Gordon very strong in the early going here at Homestead. Puts Martin Truex Jr. in the rearview mirror and pads the advantage by a half a car length, although Truex now will try to rally back downstairs. Got about a half a dozen to a full dozen of cars that are determined to get up there, lead some laps and maybe win this race, but for the moment they're still all trying to get around Carl Edwards. Hardest racing on the speedway right now be for third place as they cross the line and head back off into turn number one. Kevin Harvick, Mark Truex Jr., Matt Kenseth, Jimmy Johnson, they mix it up over in turn two. Harvick has put him at arm's length at least for the moment. He's got about three car lengths over Truex, but Truex has got a hornet's nest at his back bumper. Matt Kenseth and Jimmy Johnson right there. They're all in single file formation for now. Harvick has about two, maybe three car lengths to call his own. Truex does not have that luxury. Matter of fact, here's Matt Kenseth to the inside. He will go trying to make the move around Truex. Kenseth flashes down to the inside of the track, and he's been using that lane quite often here this afternoon, although this time it does not work. Has to be a little more cautious now because Jimmy Johnson's right up on his bumper. Matt Kenseth, middle of the racetrack. Truex to the top side. Jimmy thinking three wide. Here they come. It is turn number two. Kenseth to the bottom as Jimmy Johnson bails out. Truex now strong for the top side of turn number two. Matt Kenseth just as strong in the middle of the racetrack. He'll dive deep. Kenseth will into turn three. Put the slide job on Kenseth. He has the spot for now, but here comes Truex back to the outside. Hey, what? Martin Truex Jr. has surprised everybody, I think, here this afternoon just how strong his car is. And right now he's still in a hot battle to get himself up there and maybe win this final race of the season. 
for Carl Edwards. He's still the leader. Jeff Gordon second. And Kevin Harvick is third. Mark Truex Jr. fourth. Kenseth has dropped back. Has lost about three spots as uh, Tony Stewart and Jimmy Johnson both go by him. Let's check on pit road and see what they're saying about the damage there. Well, Matt Kenseth's car has bounced it off from pit wall or off from the outside wall. Thus far, haven't had a chance to check in with uh, Jimmy Fennig to see what he says about the race car. We'll sneak down there in just a little bit and see if uh, we can catch up with uh, Jimmy Fennig here about what the damage is on Matt Kenseth's car. I don't think it was that bad, Barney, because he's still up to speed. He lost a couple of spots, but he's staying right with Tony Stewart now. Yeah, I think he just scraped the wall out there, but uh, he's still up to speed. So Matt Kenseth, this has been a good racetrack for Matt over the years. He's one of those drivers. It's kind of his racetrack, too. He takes his time working his way up there. Doesn't put the car in too many precarious positions, although he just did. I don't think he'll do that again. Yeah, probably not. Uh, now, let's talk a little bit about uh, the two Roush H engines that have gone out. The uh, uh, cars of Marcus Ambrose went behind the wall a little while ago, and also we saw David Reagan go back. Doug Yates is the man who builds those engines, uh, and, of course, that could be a concern for Carl Edwards, the race leader, running for a championship here today. Steve Post? Let's find out. Doug Yates has just been under the hood of Marcus Ambrose's car. Doug, a couple of engine failures. What were they, and are there any concerns about Carl Edwards' effort? going to be a long rest of the race for us waiting on uh you know the finish here but we we hope we have our best stuff and uh won't have any more issues there we go that's doug yates lead engine builder for the ford teams and uh, not concerned about the uh, issue for uh maybe for carl edwards there are several teams that uh, talked a little bit this weekend to, to different guys in the media, including ourselves down there, about the uh, new engine that they'll all be running next year. For the most part, most of the guys say that what they've learned thus far is, is going to be a, a positive move for NASCAR, and the majority of them say we like it. Yeah, the fuel injection, they've been testing that quite a bit towards the end of the year, uh, as recently as the first part of this week uh, at Daytona International Speedway. We'll talk more about that in a moment. Right now, Alex Hayden, there's a problem for Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, and his uh, his run as five-time champion certainly coming into a, uh, coming to an end today. But he certainly wanted to go out a winner here at Homestead Miami Speedway. He's already on pit road, 45 miles an hour. The crew jumped up, snapped their helmets on quickly, checked in with the team. They're not exactly sure what the problem is. Jimmy's radioed in, said he's got something seriously wrong with the race car, and here he is. Engine is running. They're going to pull the hood pins right now and go up underneath the hood and try to diagnose exactly what the problem is. Ron Malik, the car chief of this race team, put the helmet on himself. He's gone over the wall, and they continue to look underneath the hood of this race car. It's got to be a strange feeling for Jimmy Johnson to have those five consecutive championships. And then uh, toward the end of this year, they kind of started getting a little bit better, a little bit better, and everybody thought, well, everybody thought, well he's going to put on that move again and maybe get a sixth one. He came close a couple of times, but it's just not to be. Yeah, after uh, the problem at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway, uh, followed by the week after that at Talladega Super Speedway, it kind of went up in smoke. What's really kind of uh, coincidental is the fact that in the five years that he won the championship here at Homestead Miami Speedway, they never had a problem in the race, nothing serious at all. And here this year, when they're not running for the title, there's a problem for the Lowe's Chevrolet. They are under the hood on the car now as it sits there on pit road. Right now, let's take a moment, an update where 
the Coca-Cola racing family of drivers are currently running. Brought to you by Coke. Open a Coke and enjoy the race. Currently, Tony Stewart's up to the fifth position. Ryan Newman runs in seventh. Other Coke drivers, Denny Hamlin, he's 13th. Clint Boyer is 16th. Jeff Burton, 17th. Greg Biffle, 18th. Jamie McMurray is in 19th. Joey Logano runs 21st. Bobby Labonte is 29th. And Kurt Busch is back in 39th. That's a quick look at where the Coca-Cola Racing family of drivers are running as we're at lap 107. The rain has come again, and hence the Service Master Clean Caution is out for the fourth time. Here at Homestead Miami Speedway, we're about to see the red flag displayed over the Ford 400. The field has been brought down along the pit lane as the rain continues to fall. Uh, Mike Bagley, you were saying this is a little heavier shower than we had earlier. Yeah, Joe, uh, what we had earlier was about a 30-second spritz, and that was it. This has been going on for about five minutes, and this popped up from out of nowhere. We were fine. I happened to look over my right shoulder, and you could see it moving in, and it moved in with a vengeance. We've lost the racetrack, and it continues to rain over here in turn three. As the pace car brings the field to the opening, Carl Edwards leads them in, and we will see some action back on pit road again as they come in at lap 113. Let's start with Steve Post. Matt Kenseth, he peels off, has that very first pit box. The Crown Royal Ford crew around to the right side. Further up, Ryan Newman is in. Here's Jeff Gordon in getting pit service as well, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. slides the National Guard Chevrolet in. Chassis adjustment. Right side tires are complete on Jr.'s car. Crew around to the left side. Left side tire work getting done. David Ruderman is in. A.J. Allmendinger is in. And more cars in front of Winston Kelly. Carl Edwards, Mark Truex Jr., the first two in. Wedge adjustment for Brad Keselowski. Same thing for Carl Edwards. They will around to the left side of uh, the Edwards car, but Kevin Harvick is easily going to be the first off of pit road. Looks like Jeff Forts comes out second, followed by Edwards. Tony Stewart's going to follow in behind Carl Edwards. Mark Truex Jr. behind him. Keselowski, Joey Logano on pit road. Everybody else on this end getting four tires and Sunoco fuel. How about in front of you, Alex? Tony Stewart with four tires. Also, Kyle Busch, Jeff Burton on the pit lane, Clint Boyer, Mark Martin, and Kevin Harvick. Everybody going ahead and putting four fresh tires on it. And a lot of chassis adjustments, and my best guess is these crew chiefs are guessing at the way this track is going to change after all the rain washed the rubber off. Now, Winston Kelly, Greg Biffle stayed on the racetrack. It picks up the lead as a result of that. What's the plan there? Well, Greg Biffle has been a little bit off on the pit sequence with the rest of the guys. He last came in at uh, our record show on lap number 84. My guess is he's just staying out there to lead a lap. He might be trying to see how this car is going to go when it has clean air because Greg Biffle told us before the race that he thought the uh, car would be pretty good. So he may be trying to see how it goes on clean air. So he's got a few uh, few additional laps than everybody else. But Greg Biffle now is making his way down pit road. So it looks like he stayed out to get that uh, lap leader bonus that he would be able to get because he's trying to stay in the position that he is in points. Now Greg Biffle's crew going to work on the right side of his machine. So that will hand the lead over to Kevin Harvick, who uh, did come in and make a stop. Uh, Jeff Gordon, Carl Edwards, and Tony Stewart. That's the way they'll stack up the top five players as we get the green flag, hopefully in just a couple of laps. We're getting the signal of one to go to get back onto the green flag. Are you ready? Yep. Look at the scoreboard there. Carl Edwards and Tony Stewart, third and fourth. That's going to be interesting. Finally, they got up there side by side, as you predicted they would. Kevin Harvick and Jeff Gordon are going to restart on the front row. Then it'll be Carl Edwards and Tony Stewart, third and fourth. Martin Truex Jr. will restart in fifth. Kyle Busch in sixth. Juan Pablo Montoya restarts seventh with Dale Earnhardt Jr. eighth. Denny Hamlin ninth. And Ryan Newman tenth. 
Matt Kenseth will restart 11th. Jamie McMurray 12th. Brad Keselowski will take the green at lap. He will be 13th, I should say. Joey Logano is 14th. 15th is Clint Boyer. 16th, A.J. Allmendinger. Jeff Burton, 17th. 18th belongs to Mark Martin. Brian Vickers, 19th. And 20th, that's Casey Mears. Regan Smith will restart in 21st. Travis Quapple, 22nd. Paul Menard, 23rd. Landon Castle restarts 24th with Casey Kane in 25th. Trevor Baines, 26th. Bobby Labonte, 27th. Greg Biffle restarts 28th after making that pit stop. 29th is David Gilliland, and 30th is Mike Bliss. David Rudiman's 31st. Cole Witt's 32nd. T.J. Bell is 33rd. Dave Blaney is 34th. Jeffrey Bodine, 35th. Jimmy Johnson, 36th. David Reagan, 37th. Marcus Ambrose, 38th. Kurt Busch, 39th. 40th, Joe Nemechek, J.J. Yaley, 41st, David Strimmy, 42nd, and Michael McDowell, 43rd. Pace car behind the pit wall. Cinch up the seatbelts, boys. This is going to get interesting. Green flag goes back in the air, and immediately they take off turn number one. Kevin Harvick getting all the way down to the bottom of the racetrack in turn one. Gets away by about a fender, but it's not over yet. Here comes Jeff Gordon, powering back to the outside. Full head of steam. Gordon to the lead. Here comes Tony Stewart to the will swing around the outside of Kevin Harvick to take that second position. Harvick falls back to third. Carl Edwards loses some ground. He's in fourth and now being challenged to the inside by Martin Truex Jr. Carl Edwards climbs the banking in turn number four, though, trying to regain some lost ground, and he is fighting hard up there in the outside lane to try to make the pass by Kevin Harvick. Gets him cleared nearly here on the front straightaway. What about in turn one? Well, it's going to be three wide now because Truex goes to the middle of the racetrack. Up top at Carl Edwards. Down low at Harvick. Edwards will regain that number three spot. Edwards gets away with third. Truex around the outside for fourth. Harvick now backslides to fifth. Then Kyle Busch enters the fray now with Denny Hamlin to his left elbow. Carl Edwards has had it pretty easy at the front of the field for the better part of the day, but now all of a sudden he's having to fight for every inch of real estate he's got out there while looking at Tony Stewart sitting directly ahead of him. Tony is in second. Carl Edwards is third. They race over to turn two. Tony's not in second because he's not trying either. He is closing in on Jeff Gordon, hugging the very bottom of the racetrack, trying to make a run at that number 24 Chevrolet. Tries the inside line, has no success. He's got to get in line. He'll follow Gordon back to the corner. Three car lengths in arrears is Tony Stewart, the race leader, Jeff Gordon. There's a battle for the sixth position. Joe Gibbs Racing teammates going at it side by side. Kyle Busch on the outside of Denny Hamlin. And here off turn number four, Denny slides by, picks off the spot further back. Clint Boyer goes after Matt Kenseth in turn one. Boyer to the inside of the racetrack. Kenseth tries to shut him down. Middle of the pack there, scrambling. Juan Pablo Montoya comes off the pace right in the middle of the heavy-duty lap traffic pack. He's brushed the wall and is going to the rear. Yeah, Montoya now is falling through the field as everybody works around him. Now Montoya's in the middle of the racetrack trying to get to the bottom of it. Finally, he'll find passage to the low lane of the racetrack. Here, big cheer all the way from one end of the grandstand to the other right now because Jeff Gordon still holding off Tony Stewart. Looked like Tony was going to get him for a moment. They go back to turn one. Made a great run at him in turn four but couldn't get the job done. He's still right there on the back bumper. And here comes Carl Edwards closing in. Carl Edwards slowly whittling away the deficit now. It's down to two car lengths between himself and Tony Stewart. That would be the battle for second. The top three, Gordon Stewart and Edwards now as they race to the main straightaway. Back in the fourth spot now, Martin Truex, and then side by side for the fifth position coming up off the corner. It's Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin going at it. Harvick gets the best of that for now. Steve Post, what happened to one Pablo Montoya lap ago? Well, apparently the way it looks like he got up into the fence because there's damage on the right front crew trying to get that clearance 
off from the tire. The right front damage for Juan Pablo Montoya as the crew continues to work on the car here along pit road. Jeff Gordon takes him over to turn number three. Right behind him again, Tony Stewart. Tony would like to get up there and lead some laps. Carl Edwards rides right behind him in third place. See if he puts a run on here at the start-finish line this time. Nope, he just sticks right on the bumper of Jeff Gordon as they go back to turn two. Job one for Tony Stewart right now is to pick up that bonus point for leading a lap, and here he comes to the bottom of the racetrack. He has to drift up high. He runs out of room. Gordon hangs to the outside, and he'll hold him off out of two. Stewart had to crack the throttle because he slid way at the racetrack off turn two, but he is back in the gas and back to the bottom. Tony Stewart to the inside. He'll take the lead as he tries to get that bonus point for leading a lap here at Homestead. A big cheer goes up from the crowd here at Homestead Miami Speedway as Tony Stewart goes to the point for the first time tonight. He takes the lead here at lap 123. Can he hold on to it, though? From worst to first, Tony Stewart to the front of the pack, but Jeff Gordon has not given up the battle. Carl Edwards only a couple of car lengths back. He rides in the number three position. Three-car breakaway up front. New leader, Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon, a car length behind. Carl Edwards, two, behind Gordon in third. And then you fall back about 20 car lengths back to Martin Truex Jr. at a car that has come to life since the restart. Denny Hamlin now rides in fifth. This is the kind of racing the fans have been waiting for all afternoon between the two championship contenders. Tony Stewart right now at the front of the field. Jeff Gordon separates him from Carl Edwards. They go over to turn two. Looked like Edwards was going to be able to run down that lead here and maybe challenge to regain the lead. Now he's fallen back by a couple, maybe three car lengths as they race midway on the back two. Carl Edwards looking for a lane that suits that Aflac Ford. He's tried the bottom. He's tried the top. This time off the end of the back straightaway. He'll go top shelf. A groove off the outside retaining wall running in third. Tony Stewart has the lead. Jeff Gordon is between he and Carl Edwards. Therefore, Tony Stewart leads the championship points right now by one over Carl Edwards. Battle for the lead. Back in turn one. It's Stewart by about six car lengths now. And smoke begins to draw away. Slow but sure at the front of the pack. Gordon arrives second a car length better than Edwards. Leaders come to the back straightaway. What was a three-man battle for the lead is now a two-man fight for second as Tony Stewart drives away. Gordon now beginning to fall into the clutches of Carl Edwards, who sits two car lengths to his back bumper. Carl Edwards and his team right now realize, hey, this we thought it was going to be a piece of cake in the early going, the way we were getting around this racetrack. Now, all of a sudden, they are having to chase Tony Stewart with some 141 laps left to run. They're back to turn two. It was almost too easy in the first 100 laps for Carl Edwards out in front. Few challengers. Tony Stewart deep in the pack. The smoke has rallied. He's got the lead and he's pulling away. He is pulling away as he comes off the end of the back straightaway. Further back battle, the battle that is shaping up for the seventh position. Kyle Busch, Dale Earnhardt Jr. soon to be joined by Ryan Newman. Jr. was up near the front of the pack in the first half of the race this evening. Has fallen back a little bit. But yeah, now he's on the move once again. He's caught Kyle Busch here on the front straightaway looking for a way to get by in turns three and four to use the inside lane. What about in one? He's going to have to use the bottom in one because Kyle Busch takes it all the way to the wall. Dale Jr. only about a half a groove lower. He'll follow in the tire track. Both drivers use the outside lane through the corners as they come back to the entrance of turn number three. Kyle higher on the track than Junior by about a half group. Now Junior will cut the Chevrolet to the inside trying to get the run downstairs. It's been a pretty good race back there for seventh position involving Kyle Busch, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Ryan Newman, and Clint Boyer. They go back over to turn two. Here they come into two at the front of the pack. Tony Stewart continuing to draw away. That battles back around seventh, eighth, and ninth. Kyle Busch, a car length better than Dale Earnhardt Jr., four to Ryan Newman, one more to Clint Boyer. They come up 
off the back straightaway. No one breaking out of line as everybody continues to run in single file formation. Kyle Busch, two car lengths in hand over Junior. Three back to Ryan Newman. Looked like there was a problem for Mark Martin for a moment, but I think it was just a trademark Mark Martin move. Typically, if he's in a battle and feels like the other cars are a little quicker than he is, he'll just pull over. That's what he did there as Jamie McMurray and Jeff Burton bypass Mark Martin. Back up to speed, though, it appears, Dave Moody. He is indeed, Joe, at the bottom of the racetrack right now, but running at pace right behind Jeff Burton, about four car lengths ahead of Joey Logano. Last time Mark Martin came through, turns three and four. The car swung sideways as there's a challenge for second off turn four. Yeah, that's been going on for a couple of laps right now between Jeff Gordon and Carl Edwards. Carl looked like he had a good run. I'm coming off turn number four just a moment ago, but couldn't do it. They go back to one. As uh, Tony Stewart continues to draw away at the front of the pack, Carl Edwards decides it's time to try and play hot pursuit. He makes his way around Jeff Gordon and pulls away by two car lengths. And he continues to pull away even more on the back straightaway. Three car lengths now separate Edwards and Gordon but Edwards has got some real estate to make up the race leader Tony Stewart so as Carl takes over the second spot to Tony Stewart that means now championship points are tied between Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards if the race ended right now Tony would win the championship based on the number of wins so far in the season service master clean caution is out once again and it's for Trevor Bain and it happened in turn four Joe Trevor Bain's been working the outside lane all afternoon and early evening here at Homestead he just slapped it yet again. Right rear tire flat for the number 21 Wood Brothers Ford. As he left the accident scene, nobody else collected. Almost spun it around a time or two trying to woe the car down. But he is at speed reduced, albeit, as he tries to make his way back to the pit lane. No problems for Daytona 500 winner Trevor Bain here in the season ending event. That's twice he's had encounters with the wall up in turns three and four. We're just past the halfway mark in the Ford 400. The action's on pit road, Winston. Still a little tight in the center and loose off for the points leader, Carl Edwards. He gets out fourth this time. Kevin Harvick gets out first, followed by Ryan Newman, Mark Martin. A little pit strategy going on down pit road. Brad Keselowski gets four tires in fuel. Same thing for Martin Truex Jr. Further down pit road. Rest of the guys on this end of pit road. Regan Smith, Denny Hamlin on pit road, along with Joey Logano, Greg Biffle, and Casey Kane. Alex? Winston, that pit strategy for Mark Martin was two tires for, for him. The balance of the car is real good for Mark as he's reported in to Lance McGrew and his team. Tony Stewart took four fresh tires. You had Kyle Busch, Jeff Burton on pit road. Also a tight race car for Clint Boyer. They made a track bar adjustment on his car. Four tires for him as well. Steve Post. Yeah, I mentioned Ryan Newman coming out in the second spot. It was a two-tire stop for the United States Army Chevrolet team. Tony Gibson, his crew chief, making the call. Two tires as well for Matt Kenseth, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Gordon, and A.J. Allmendinger among the drivers on this end of pit road getting pit service this time by. And these pit stops being made at lap 135. Right now they're posting Tony Stewart, Carl Edwards, Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, and Kyle Busch as the top five. All of a sudden we're seeing some drivers that we haven't talked a whole lot about all night long showing up up in the top five or ten positions here. Like Mark Truex Jr.'s back up there running good. Mark Martin's being posted as fourth. Ryan Newman third. Kyle Busch is inside the top ten. Kyle's been very much under the radar all yeah. night long, I guess, is the best way to put it here. And Tony Stewart looks like going to restart back there, back there about 10. Green flag about to fly. It's in the air, and they take off for turn one. Kevin Harvick, Ryan Newman, Carl Edwards. That's the top three as they hit the corner and head over to two. Dead heat as they hit the banking in turn number one, and they're banging in the back of the pack. Mark Martin gets bumped. He gets shoved in the middle of the racetrack. They're nearly four wide coming off the corner. Everybody looks 
looking for room, and somehow they get away. Everybody elbowing for real estate. Up front, Carl Edwards looking for more as well. Here he goes to the inside of Ryan Newman. He wants second as everybody's in hot pursuit of Kevin Harvick. Newman goes high. Martin Truex goes high while Carl holds the inside line. Coming up off the corner, but it's going to cost him. Both those guys go by. Carl goes from second to fourth. Back to the number four position. Truex moves around. Newman moves around. Kyle Busch beginning to close in on his back bumper as they work their way off turn two to the back trip. Right now, Tony Stewart's got some ground to make up. He's running in the tenth position right now, and he's boxed in behind Jeff Gordon and Denny Hamlin. Up front, here's Truex to the inside of Newman again. The race is on for the second spot. While racing back there for second place, Ryan Newman, Martin Truex Jr., Carl Edwards trying to catch up to that pack also, but at the front of the field, all of a sudden right now, it is Kevin Harvey. They head back to turn number one. Still a hot battle back there for second place. Second and third under contest. Truex has got second. Give third now to Carl Edwards as he drives to the inside on Ryan Newman. They'll put Carl Edwards in third. Ryan Newman falls back to fourth. Kyle Busch now runs in the fifth position. First side-by-side battle further back. That's where Tony Stewart steps to the outside of Jeff Gordon with A.J. Olmendinger looking on. Tony trying to take away the ninth position there and work his way closer to the front. At the front, that's where the action is. Martin Truex. Trouble in turn number four. Jimmy Johnson into the wall. Corrects. Pulls down the racetrack and gets punted from behind. He'll spin to the inside of the racetrack. Jimmy Johnson is in trouble in turn four. Jimmy gets out of the way. He's going to be able maybe to make it on. In fact, he is going to make it on to pit road after spinning off turn number four. Let's go back over to turn three. Barney, it started when Jimmy Johnson got crossed up in turn number three. The car kicked sideways. He had corrected the car, but lost a whole lot of speed, and he got nailed from behind. David Gilliland got into the back of him, turned him to the inside of the racetrack. Gilliland got away okay. Jimmy Johnson, after pausing for a moment at the bottom of the racetrack, refires his Chevrolet and leaves the scene of the accident. Service master clean caution is out yet again, and a bad night gets even worse, Alex Hayden. Yeah, it does. The most uh, significant damage for Jimmy Johnson is at the left rear corner of the race car. The bumper's been caved up and under. He just went ahead and changed all four tires. He wanted to get back out without losing a lap, another lap, that is. But he's got the bumper bar hanging down up underneath the race car, so I expect to see Jimmy Johnson back on pit road. Let's take a look at the AutoZone leaderboard here as we're under the Service Master Clean Caution at lap 143. Kevin Harvick leads Martin Truex Jr. with Carl Edwards in third, Ryan Newman fourth, and Kyle Busch fifth. Matt Kenseth is in sixth, Mark Martin seventh, Denny Hamlin's eighth, Tony Stewart ninth, and Jeff Gordon is tenth. A.J. Allmendinger's worked his way up to 11th. Brad Keselowski's 12th. Jeff Burton, 13th. 14th is Joey Logano. 15th belongs to Casey Kane. 16th, Clint Boyer. Greg Biffle is 17th. Brian Vickers is 18th. David Ruderman, 19th. And Paul Menard, he's 20th. 21st is Regan Smith. 22nd, Bobby Labonte. Landon Castles in 23rd. Cole Witt having another good night of racing and only his second outing in a Sprint Cup Series race. He's 24th with Casey Mears, 25th. Mike Bliss, 26th. T.J. Bell, 27th. Jamie McMurray, 28th. Travis Quapple, 29th, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 30th. 31st, Jeffrey Bodine, 32nd, Trevor Bain, David Gilliland's 33rd, Dave Blaney's 34th, Juan Pablo Montoya rides 35th, 36th is Jimmy Johnson, 37th belongs to Kurt Busch. From 38th through 43rd position, they're all out of the race. David Reagan, Marcus Ambrose, Joe Nemechek, J.J. Yaley, David Strimmey, and Michael McDowell. That's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Field will be getting the one-to-go signal when they come back around as we mop up from this uh, caution flag, which came out when Jimmy Johnson spun off turn four. Let's see what Jimmy had to say about what happened over there. What happened? I don't know, man. I turned off the wall into three, and it was loose the whole way down in there. I didn't, I don't know what happened, but I started spinning out as soon as I turned into three. 
That was Chad Canals' crew chief uh, asking Jimmy what happened, and, and there you go. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Kevin Harvick is the man right now. He's in front, Mark Truex Jr. I tell you, I'm, I'm really particular to death for Mark Truex Jr. He's had a tough season. He's had a good car several times. Maybe had cars good enough to win, but just got caught up in somebody else's problems. But right now, at least he should come up with a good top five finish. He's got a strong race car sitting right there in second. Right behind him is Carl Edwards. Ryan Newman is right behind him in fourth, and Kyle Busch is fifth. And as we said, Kyle's flown under the radar for the better part of the evening. Maybe he'll make some noise before the evening is over. You know he would love to finish off the season with a victory uh, to maybe quieten some of his uh, uh, folks who didn't really like yeah. what happened at Texas a few weeks ago. Got so much bad publicity from that, and you know the whole story as of now what's uh, transpired since that time, but Kyle uh, has uh, apologized for the uh, the move he made there in the truck race with Ron Hornaday, and now just wants to kind of turn the page and get things started off fresh and new. Uh, it says a lot that uh, his team owner, Joe Gibbs, uh, stood beside him and said, uh, I support Kyle, and uh, we're going to work through this and uh, go on because he is a great race car driver, and indeed he is. And you learn from your mistakes, and I'm sure he'll learn quite a bit from the, that situation over there. Waiting right now to get the green flag and go back to racing here at Homestead Miami Speedway. Pace car brings them up into turn number four, then dives onto pit road. Tighten the belts. They're going to get at it one more time. Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex, Carl Edwards, Ryan Newman, and Kyle Busch, the top five. That's the way they're going to cross the start-finish line right now. See what they do as they come back. On the outside, Kevin Harvick really trying to get out front and get away. He can't do it at all. Three wide. Three wide for the lead. Newman topside. Harvick bails out of the middle, and that leaves the bottom wide open for Martin Truex. He'll go to the point now as the leaders race up the back straightaway. And at the entrance of turn number three, he's got a lot of heat. He's got Ryan Newman on his back bumper. Newman looks low, tries to open up the inside line, and tries to take the lead. Battling for the lead and nearly three wide back there for the third position as they come up off the corner. Kyle Busch all the way to the bottom, four wide. How about that? Tony Stewart all the way down to the apron, and he passes the ball. Holy cow, Tony Stewart takes it four deep out of turn number four. He goes from sixth to third in the length of the front straightaway. Tony Stewart is on the mark. A bold move by Tony Stewart, and he's trying to hang on to that third spot right now. Matt Kenson is trying to take it away. Behind them, here's Kyle Bush and Carl Edwards. They will race side by side for a moment. And now Tony Stewart says, let's get to the front. Let's get into the lead and stay there until the checkered flag comes down. At 148 laps go on the board, 119 remain to be run. They feel heads over to turn two. Front two have broken away. It's Truex with the lead. Newman a couple of car lengths back in second. Tony Stewart third. Then back Kenseth, Carl Edwards, and Kyle Busch to the back straight. That is where traffic begins to stack up from third on back. you got Stewart there, Kenseth, also Carl Edwards, Kyle Busch, Jeff Gordon, and Kevin Harvick fighting for real estate through turns three and four. Matt Kenseth touched the wall earlier this evening over in turn number three. He's coming off that corner right now, and he's going after Tony Stewart. Apparently, it did not spook him. He's there on the move in turn one. Not scared of the concrete is Matt Kenseth, and he is closing on Tony Stewart now. Only a car length back. Another car length and a half. Back to Carl Edwards. They run third, fourth, and fifth. Tony Stewart normally runs the bottom of the racetrack. He's opting to go to the high side of the banking now, trying everything he can do, or can, that is, to whittle away the deficit between himself and his teammate who runs in second. Tony Stewart's one of those drivers, has got the car, and he's got the nerve. And right now, he's making some moves here as these laps wind down. We've got 117 remaining to be run. But for the moment, let's watch Martin Truex Jr. have his day in the sun over in turns one and two. Out on top by about five car lengths over the new second place on. Automobile of Tony Stewart, who sweeps 
crowd, Ryan Newman. While Tony Stewart takes second, Carl Edwards is trying to take fourth. Edwards pulls to the inside of Kenson. Two fours, side by side. Edwards to the bottom of the racetrack. He'll grab that spot. Carl picks up one position, now goes for a third as he makes his move up off turn number four. Last time through three and four, Greg Biffle had a bit of an encounter with the wall up there, slowed the car down, lost about six positions, but now seems to be back up to speed. Let's pick up the battle for third in turn two. Carl Edwards to the inside on Ryan Newman. Make short work Newman. He'll go to the number three spot. He'll grab that spot, pulled away by Carl Length, and here's a challenge for the lead. Tony Stewart dive bombs into turn number three. He'll grab the lead and then slide all the way of the racetrack in front of Martin Truex Jr. What He's making some great moves in both ends of the racetrack. From the top of the racetrack all the way to the bottom, he's making it pay off. He's in the lead, takes the field back to turn two. That move a few laps ago, four wide going from six to second was a statement for everybody in the house. Tony Stewart is not here to run conservative. He's here to let his lead last, and he's got the lead right now. He's gone to the point. He's pulled away by four car lengths. Now over Truex in second. It's five back to Carl Edwards. Make it six as Edwards is doing everything he can to pedal hard and try to keep up. Tony goes back to the lead and also takes the lead in the championship points now by two over Carl Edwards. He's got the car of Martin Truex between the two of them. Ryan Newman rides in fourth. Fifth is Matt Kenseth. Then comes Kyle Busch and Jeff Gordon. Kyle's got some pressure right now. Gordon goes all the way to the bottom of the bank. trying to punch a hole to the left elbow of Kyle Busch. Can't get it done on turn two. That is the race for the sixth position. Kyle Busch and Jeff Gordon, they separate themselves. Trouble on turn two. Landon Castle is around. Slams the outside retaining wall. He gets collected. A couple of cars are into it. One car bursts into flame on the back straightaway as it slides down toward three. That is Cole Witt, who for a moment went up in flames. Those flames have been extinguished, and Trevor Bain has been collected as well. Left front damage to Trevor Bain as he continues on down the back straightaway. He will limp his way to pit road. Landon Castle nose first into the inside retaining wall, and Cole Witt with smoke boiling under that machine as he sits midway down the back stretch. We see the service master clean caution out once again. A hard hit off turn two, Dave. Landon Castle was running in heavy traffic off turn number two. May have gotten just a little bit of a bump from behind at the exit of the corner. The car came around, thought he was going to save it, but then it snapped hard to the right, pounded the outside safer barrier, spun broadside, and then got collected big time by a couple of cars as he slid down the back stretch. We are under caution at lap 154, 113 to go. As they come back around turns three and four, they will see the entrance to pit road open once again, and we'll uh, most likely have some action there. As Tony Stewart, Martin Truex, Carl Edwards, Ryan Newman, and Matt Kenseth leads the pack following the uh, police interceptor uh, utility and sedan, the pace cars being uh, run here tonight at Homestead Miami Speedway and throughout the weekend by Ford Motor Company, the sponsors of Ford Championship Weekend. Indeed, here they come off the track, lap 157 for the stop, Steve Post. As has been the case all night long, Matt Kenseth, the first one to hit his marks, the Crown Royal Ford, Jimmy Fennick leading the crew, they're on to the right side. There's Ryan Newman, last time he took two tires on the United States Army Chevrolet. See what the plan is for this time. It was a two-tire stop for Matt Kenseth. It's like a couple tires for Newman, maybe two tires for Jeff Gordon as well. Winston Kelly. Mark Truex, the first on this center pit road. It looks like you're going to make the track bar adjustment. Right side tires on his car, Parmelar, Denny Hamlet. It's just going to be two tires for Truex. Is he going to get out in front of uh, Matt Kenseth? Doesn't look like looks like Kenseth's going to be the first off the of pit road. Two tires for Brad Keselowski. Two for the points leader, Carl Edwards. Right further down pit road, Parmelar just completing his service along with Greg Biffle and Joey Logano. 
How about the mix section? What Tony Stewart do, Alex? Right side tires only Winston, but the problem is it took forever. That was a long pit stop for Tony Stewart's team. He lost an awful lot of time on pit road. We're uh, just about ready to find out exactly what the problem was. The team is conferring with each other right now, but it was right side tires. Should have been an awful lot quicker than what it was. That's the last thing in the world Tony Stewart needs or Carl Edwards is a bad pit stop. Exactly. And uh, we'll follow up there in a few moments uh, on that pit stop, which uh, I'm sure they were not uh, happy to see. Now, Jeff Burton and Dale Hart Jr. stayed on the racetrack. They were way outside the top 20. We talked earlier about Junior's problems. And I guess uh, so they're trying to make the best of a bad situation there, Steve Post. Yeah, yeah, indeed they are. Just trying to get some track position. They came in the last time, so it hasn't been too long. And uh, they just want to do what they can do to get some track position here. So staying out on the race. And uh, right now, let's check with Alex. Yeah, the long pitch stop off on the right rear of the two-tire change for Tony Stewart. The problem, one of the lug nuts got stuck inside the air gun, so they had to take an extra couple of moments to try to dig that lug nut out. That's something that's uh, a rarity that happens on pit road, but unfortunately, bit Tony Stewart and his race team right now. Good news is, though, they still got a long way to go in this race. Yeah, Tony passed, what, four cars a minute ago? Maybe he'll pass six this time. <laughs> uh, I, I, he's just uh, throwing caution to the wind. You wouldn't think a guy running for a championship would be making moves this early in the race. And I say early because we still have 100 laps to go. But, man, he is just really doing what he needs to do out there. He'll restart in the 12th position, got some room to make up. But then Carl is not at the front of the field uh, completely. He's there in the fifth spot for this restart. They're stacking up in turn three in front of Mike Bagley. It is a double file restart behind the police interceptor Ford Explorer Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the inside of Jeff Burton. You got Jamie McMurray now up into the mix alongside of Matt Kenseth and then Carl Edwards alongside Martin Truex Jr. Drivers swerving their cars back and forth trying to get some heat in those tires, get some of the debris off as we get set for the green flag. Here they come off turn number four. Pace car diving in behind the pit wall. Jeff Burton and Dale Earnhardt Jr. staying on the racetrack. They'll restart first and second. Jamie McMurray is going to be third. Matt Kenseth fourth. Carl Edwards fifth. Green flag is in the air and it's on one more time. Jeff Burton in the high line at the bottom of the racetrack. Dale Earnhardt Jr. It's on in turn one. Burton has the advantage and it's going to go three wide. Matt Kenseth jumps to the extreme outside lane. They're going to be three deep for the lead. Earnhardt on the bottom. Burton in the middle. Kenseth riding the outside. And further back, Tony Stewart himself makes a three wide move. Up the banking he goes and he'll pick them all three at a time. Right now up front. Kenseth goes to the point. Truex and Burton now three wide yet again. Tony Stewart started 11th there, up to 7th already, and digging for more as they come back to the start-finish line. Further back, three wide, make that four wide again in turn one. A.J. Allmendinger, Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, Casey Kane bottom to top. Nobody lifting out of it. Finally, Keselowski says, I've seen enough of this. Leaders up the back straightaway, battle for third. Edwards inside of Burton. Dale Earnhardt Jr. in that mix as well. Here's Edwards to the bottom of the racetrack. Fender out in front. He will slide forward. He'll grab the third spot this time through. Carl Edwards and Tony Stewart were running sixth and seventh just a moment ago. Let's see what they are this time as they cross the start-finish line and head back off into turn one and two. At least the two cars got together. Separate a little bit. Edwards goes to third. Tony's back in fifth. They're over in turn two. He may not be fifth for long, though, because he is all over Jeff Burton's caterpillar. Fly job out of turn number two, but he can't finish it. 
off. Here he comes up the back straightaway. Tony Stewart again inside Jeff Burton. Entrance of turn number three. Stewart drives it in deep yet again. He'll grab that spot and now sits right behind. Tony's back that right behind Carl Edwards. Matt Kenseth is the race leader coming back to the start finish line. Martin Truex is second. Carl Edwards is third. The battle indeed continues for fourth. Tony and Jeff Burton. Burton on the comeback trail wanted a piece of Tony Stewart but he gets a little bit sideways. Midway between turns one and two. That allows Smoke to get away by three car lanes. Traffic stacks up now for six. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Ryan Newman there. Junior in six, Newman in seventh. Then the real fight is on behind them. Here's Shady McMurray. He opens up the inside lane. Quarter panel now up alongside Jeff Gordon. Plenty of breathing room for the front four, but a little bit further back in the field. They are running three wide almost every time around. Ryan Newman, Jamie McMurray, Jeff Gordon, Casey Kane, Brad Keselowski, and Kyle Busch. They are really mixing it up as the leaders go to turn two. Open warfare right now. Back around seventh place. Ryan Newman has got it, but under attack from Jeff Gordon. Jamie McMurray is there. Casey Kane is there. Brad Keselowski and others. Those others include Kyle Busch and A.J. Allmendinger and Denny Hamlin, who quickly snaps his Toyota to the left, dives to the inside, as he as well tries to put the move on A.J. Allmendinger. Brad Keselowski on the move as well. He dives down to the inside of Jamie McMurray to try to grab a spot. There's a lot of side-by-side racing. Jeff Gordon on the move as well, trying to get by Ryan Newman. Gordon's got a very good race car right now. He's steps right at the bottom of the racetrack. Casey Kane thinking about going up the middle. Can't find room between Gordon and Newman. Side-by-side battle for seventh. That's where Gordon works the inside lane. Newman in the outside. Newman hangs on to that spot for now. But they flare it out coming into the corner. Gordon slides a bit wide. Newman goes higher. They are still wheel-to-wheel with Kane looking to make it three wide. Got 101 laps remaining to be run. Situation's very simple right now. Matt Kenseth, Martin Truex Jr., and Carl Edwards are the front three as they go over to turn number two. And Carl wants a piece of that number two spot now. He looks to the inside on Martin Truex. Truex dirt tracks it off to him. This battle for second now. Ten car lengths behind race leader Matt Kenseth. Truex and Edwards going at it for the second position. Edwards likes the low lane. He'll dial up that board, work that low lane, but here comes Truex flying wide in the outside lane. Martin's not giving it up, that's for sure. As a matter of fact, off turn four, he swings back around, retakes the spot from Carl Edwards. So Carl has to start this move all over again in turn one. Truex keeping that Toyota wound up tight in that extreme outside lane, just rocketing off the outside of the corner. Edwards trying to take the short way around. He's on the attack again. Two, two drivers like this battling between Truex and Carl Edwards. Race leader Matt Kenseth and Tony Stewart who rides in fourth. The more Edwards and Truex race side by side, that's good for Kenseth and Stewart in first at the fourth spot. Matt Kenseth, Martin Truex Jr., Carl Edwards and Tony Stewart being posted third and fourth. Joe, what's the situation if they ended that way and that possibly could? Could do it. Carl uh, currently leads Tony by five points with the separation they have out there. Actually, uh, Carl ahead of Tony, but he's led all those laps here this evening. But a long way to go here as they continue here at Homestead Miami Speedway. The battle for second is on in turn three. Edwards again peeking to the inside. Truex top side. Edwards trying to dial up that low lane still. Having little success trying to get that spot away from Truex. They've been running like that for the last four or five laps around. Martin Truex Jr. says my race car is as good as anybody out here and I can drive as good as anybody out here. He hangs on to second place, goes over to turn two. Been a frustrating year for Martin Truex Jr. The cars weren't well on a lot of aspects.
afternoon, but they haven't had the finishes to go with it. This afternoon, it looks like he's ready to try and make his run for victory lane. Now they will settle down for that battle for second. Good battle off for six. Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes off the end of the back straightaway. Casey Kane right behind him. They are separated by a car length, maybe two. While at the same time, Jr. goes to work on Jeff Burton. Looks to the inside for a chance to make the move, but tucks back in line. Just behind them, Denny Hamlin trying to come back to the front of the field. He just took the inside lane to make a move by Brad Keselowski. And suddenly here's Kyle Busch back in the battle in turn one. Kyle doing a bit of a yo-yo act so far in this one. He's been to the front, he's been in the middle, he's been in the back. Trying to rebound once again as he works the back bumper of Brad Keselowski. Trying to take the 11th position away. No success off two. Matter of fact, he's got a challenge at his left elbow from Kevin Harvick. Harvick to the inside of Kyle Busch. They will race side by side. Kevin Harvick's got a car good enough to get up there and finish in the top five or even go to victory lanes. But for the moment, it is Matt Kenseth, Martin Truex Jr., Carl Edwards, and Tony Stewart ride third and fourth. Jeff Burton is fifth, rest of the top ten. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has bounced back from a pit stop a moment ago that didn't quite go their way. He is in sixth. Casey Kane rides seventh. Jeff Gordon's eighth. Brian Newman is ninth, and tenth is Denny Hamlin. Winston, uh, these guys, what, make two more pit stops? Yeah, they last came in on lap 157. They can go about 50 laps. So you're absolutely right, Barney. They would have to go a couple of more pit stops. If guys could stretch it a little bit further with a 267-lap race, if guys could stretch it 55 laps, but we haven't seen that so far. So we should see two more stops for the rest of the day, and uh, don't expect that we're going to go green the rest of the way as well. We've got plenty of tires down here, but we've had uh, enough caution flags to expect that to play in as well. Let's take a sweep further down pit road and check on some developing stories brought to you by Mechanics Wear Gloves. Alex? Joe, a lot of what we've been following here in this race tonight has been how many tires these teams are taking. We were hearing all weekend long that most teams were going to take four tires every time they came to pit road. Well, again, crew teams have kind of fibbed a little bit. A lot of them have gone with just right side tires only, some with more success than others. Kevin Harvick's been on right side tires uh, only the last couple of pit stops until this one. Matter of fact, out of his pit stop tonight, he's done three different times to get his track position. However, the car just not handling in order to stay up towards the front of the field. So we have to work on the handling of the race car next time out. Another different type of tire strategy that we've been seeing is from Clint Boyer's team. It's going to be Shane Wilson needing some more grip at the back of the race car. So they put sticker tires on the right side and scuff tires, which are tires that have already had some laps on them, already on the left side of the car. So they're trying all different types of tire combinations to try to get a grip on this racetrack. Steve Post. Yeah, watching Matt Kenseth, and Matt has just uh, given up the lead back to second spot, but he has had a really good run on this combination. Again, Alex, I'm surprised at talking with Blue Chief. Jimmy Fennin went with two tires back on lap 157, and that has worked on the Crown Royal Ford. He was reporting throughout the day that he's just a little bit tight, meaning the nose wants to slide up, but uh, that two-tire stop and Matt Pence is a pretty good race car here as he rides currently in position number two. Going to be a wild finish, there's no doubt about that. 175 laps are in the record book. We've got 92 left to be run, and Carl Edwards puts his board back at the front of the field. Matt Kenseth drops in in second. Tony Stewart still third. Martin Truex Jr. fourth, and Jeff Burton fifth. It has been a great day of racing here, and yet some 90 laps yet 
play out. Yeah, a lot of uh, races still to go here this evening as Carl Edwards maintains the lead over Tony Stewart, has most of the evening, but Tony's been as far back as 35th earlier this evening because of some problems. That they knocked out the grill in the front of the car, worked their way back up at the front of the field, came back in, spent some more time on pit road, had to work their way back up there once again, and a couple times tonight has actually been ahead of Carl Edwards enough to take over the lead of the championship point standings. Right now, Carl leads the race. Tony is in the third position and the separation in points. Carl leads by nine points. But as you say, there's still a long way to go. Good to see Jeff Burton having a good run, and it's not just tonight. It's been the last several weeks that that team has finally started to get things together after a miserable season and uh, just struggling to even make a top ten finish. It uh, started to turn around, I guess, at Watkins Glen. He had a good run there on the road course, and since that time, we've been seeing him show up here in the top ten. Right now, Jeff is in the fifth position battling there with uh, Casey Kane over the last few laps. But he's one of those drivers that we talked about that will kind of be glad when the year is out and they can go back to the shop, make a few changes, go test a little bit and get ready to go in Daytona. Two championship contenders. This is the way they stand right now on the racetrack. Carl Edwards is first. Tony Stewart is second. Matt Kenseth is third. Rest of the top five. Martin Truex Jr. is fourth. And Casey Kane is fifth. Now, Joe, these guys have raced hard all day long, both Carl and Tony Stewart. But when you look at some of the guys back there that uh, have not won a race this year, like Martin Truex Jr., uh, some of some of the other guys back there, they're running just as hard, probably running harder than the two championship contenders are. Uh, they're getting it done without a doubt. We've seen some tremendous moves tonight with guys taking all sorts of lanes around this racetrack. We talked about how racy this place is anyway, and man, they're using every available inch, seeing sometimes four wide moves. How many racetracks do you go to where you see four wide? Maybe Talladega and Daytona. That's not a very uh, common thing to see. Nope. This, this is one of the best racetracks we go to as far as just pure competition to watch them go out there. We talk about the variable banking in, the, in here from 18 to 20 degrees. You wouldn't think a couple of degrees would make that much difference when they, but that, they, this racetrack has went through a couple of configuration changes since they built it. Maybe three, I'm not real sure. But once they put that variable banking in here, man, it was, it was, everybody said, hey, let's go and watch them run at Homestead. I hope they never change it again. I think they got the yeah. right combination right now with the way it looks. Uh, you gave us the top five. Let's uh, run on down the AutoZone leaderboard here and show you where everybody is running here as we're down to 80 laps to go in the Ford 400. Carl Edwards up front with Tony Stewart running in second. Matt Kenseth is third. Martin Truex Jr. fourth. And Casey Kane is now fifth. Sixth is Jeff Gordon. Seventh is Jeff Burton. Eighth is Dale Hart Jr. Ryan Newman is in ninth. And Denny Hamlin tenth. Showing 11th is Kyle Busch. Brad Keselowski is 12th. Kevin Harvick is 13th. A.J. Allmendinger 14th. 15th belongs to Clint Boyer. Mark Martin arrives 16th. Lominard is 17th. 18th is Regan Smith. 19th is Jamie McMurray, and 20th is Joey Logano. Brian Vickers, 21st. Greg Biffle, 22nd. Trevor Bain, 23rd, after all he's been through tonight. Bobby Labonte's 24th. Travis Quapple, 25th. Casey Mears is in 26th. David Rudeman runs 27th. Mike Bliss, 28th. Dave Blaney, 29th. And T.J. Bell is 30th. Jeffrey Bodine's 31st. Juan Pablo Montoya, 32nd. Jimmy Johnson running 33rd. David Gilliland, 34th. Landon Castle out of the race. He'll finish 35th. Cole Whit is parked for the night. He also will finish in 6th. 37th belongs to Kurt Busch. From 38th on back to 43rd, these cars are out and in the garage. David Reagan will finish 38th. Marcus Ambrose 39th. Joe Nemechek 40th. J.J. Yaley 41st. 
David Strimby, 42nd, and Michael McDowell, 43rd. That's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone. AutoZone. This race has seen 21 lead changes among 14 different drivers, and there's still 30 cars that are being shown on the lead lap. Carl Edwards, by far, has led the most laps, 105 of the 189 we've run so far here this evening. Service Master Clean Caution has been out seven times throughout the first part of tonight's race. And as far as the championship points right now, Carl has an eight-point lead over Tony Stewart as they're running one and two with 78 laps to go. Clint Boyer back in the 13th position. He's been a player several times here this evening, working his way up into the top 10. Right now, just outside that, but moving up again. Clint just made a, a pass here across the start-finish line and has now moved up into the 12th position. A.J. Allmendinger, we talked to him uh, after that caution flag a few moments ago, and uh, he was in the top 10 before the caution came out, but has now kind of dropped back after his pit stop, but he, too, working his way closer to the front, up to the 13th spot. And Regan Smith, who we talked to during the break, who didn't we talk to during that long break? But uh, Regan's moved up again in the furniture row Chevy. He's now running there in the 14th position. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going back down pit road. Not been a good, it was first half of the race. I guess Dale Jr. had a good car out there, was able to stay in the top 10 for the most part. But right now, not a good situation. He's all the way back into 27. See, Post, what's up? Greg Biffle down here just brought the 3M Ford and Greg, what happened? I don't know. The engine just gave up. Uh, we're having because the uh, oil temperature, water temperature, everything's good. We're not revving them that high. Uh, must be something weird going on with them, but uh, they make great power, and you know we've had good engines all year, and uh, something wrong with them. Well, there we go. The mystery continues in the Ford camp as Greg Biffle, the third engine failure here in the Ford 400. Brad Keselowski just came off the banking of turn four. Didn't look like he intended to come to pit road, but suddenly at the last second, slammed on the brakes, and he is there, Winston Kelly, in front of you. He is. He's a little bit loose on the throttle. He's been pretty decent all night long. You heard him tell us at the break that the car kind of gotten away from him, and it has been getting better since we've gone back to green flag conditions. We don't see any visible. Now they are going to crank a little bit of wedge in the car, changing the left side tire from the blue deuce and middle light dodge. On the back of the, the uh, bumper, it says, cheers to the champion. A salute to either Tony Stewart or Carl Edwards. They complete a four-tire stop and return that Dodge to the racetrack on lap 197. More activity on, on pit road. Yeah, it's Kevin Harvick. He's got the Budweiser Chevrolet on the pit lane. They're going to do four-tire change. Quick swipe of the grill to get all that rubber buildup up off of it and get Kevin Harvick back out. He's been one of the teams, as we talked about a moment ago, doing right-side tires only the majority of their pit stops tonight. This time, four fresh tires for Kevin Harvick. And there's still a lot of names inside the top ten that could go to victory lane before this thing is over. Clint Boyer would be one of those. Kyle Busch is ninth. And Denny Hamlin has had a pretty decent day. He's been able to stay inside the top ten. And so is Ryan Newman, along with Casey Kane, who has now moved up into fourth place. So with 69 laps left to go, this thing can go a lot of different ways. Another a few cars coming to pit road. Uh, David Rudeman in just a few moments ago. And there's more cars in in front of Steve Post. Jeff Gordon wheels the drive Dan Hunger Chevrolet in. Alan Gustafson, the crew chief on this machine. They're around to the right side. That's far just right side work. One of the crew guys taking the tear off off the windshield to get Gordon some good visibility. Now a chassis wrench goes in. They've been fighting the handling just a little bit. Minor adjustment on that. Left side tires are done. The Sunoco Racing Fuel is in. Jeff Gordon down and away pit stop here on lap 199. 
Carroll Edwards still leads Tony Stewart as we cycle through a round of green flag pit stops. More cars coming in now as Jeffrey Bodine comes in for service on his car. Jeffrey Bodine is in. They're going to work on the right side for that Tommy Baldwin racing entry. He's quietly had a decent night tonight. Here comes Kyle Busch. an hour. He'll slide to a stop. Hits his marks absolutely perfectly. One pump on the jackets, the right side in the air. I imagine it will be, yes, a four-tire change for Kyle Busch. Let's go to Winston Kelly. And we're waiting on the leader, Carl Edwards, to come down pit road. He's been very happy with his car. They've been tweaking on it all night at the last couple of stops. It's been wedged the last stop. It was a two-tire stop. As Carl Edwards makes his way very slowly down pit road in pit stall number one, Mark Truex Jr. His pit board is out as well. The Black Ford crew. Going to work on the right side of the car. First can of Sunoco fuel going in. Same thing for Martin Truex Jr. A tear-off goes off. They are going to crank wedge in one more time. Still trying to loosen up the car of Carl Edwards. Carl Edwards crew completes the stop on the left side. Very smooth stop. Same thing for Martin Truex Jr. Ford tire stop for Denny Hamlin. Here's uh, Paul Menard. He completes his stop. Now let's go down to Steve Post. You called Carl Edwards in pit box number one. How about the other end of pit road? It was four tires for Matt Jensen in pit box number 43. Jimmy Fenning, the crew chief, minor adjustment. The car is coming to this team. They're very happy with it. Four tires and fuel. Ryan Newman was in, and A.J. Allmending are also getting pit service just in the last couple of laps. Winston, they're still going to have to make one more stop, right? Yes, they are. They've been going somewhere around 50 laps. This time it was closer to about 45 laps since they were last in on lap 157. So if they go another 45 or 50 laps, it's going to be around 247 to 252. And since they did have to make two more stops, they opted to come in a little bit quicker than they normally would. So those fresh tires make so much better time on a racetrack. So they definitely have to make one more stop. Carl's currently shown in the ninth position. That is Carl Edwards. Tony Stewart leads, but Tony's due to come to pit road any moment now. But at this moment, Tony Stewart leads Carl in the championship points by seven. At Homestead Miami Speedway, 60 laps to go in the Ford 400. Tony Stewart still on the racetrack when everybody else, practically everybody else, has already come to pit road. You know, fuel mileage has been a big part of races throughout this 2011 season, and apparently Tony Stewart is already playing that game tonight. Mike Bagley? Yes, he is, Joe, and we've noticed this time after time this year. Tony, one of many drivers that will turn the car off at various points on the racetrack trying to save fuel. He's doing that right now in front of me when that office depot machine comes off the end of the back straightaway. We pull our headphones back and listen to the engine, and you hear silence as he races through me, or by my position over here in turn number three, quickly picking up the clutch or doing whatever it is inside that car he's doing to make sure he can keep that speed up. But Tony Stewart looks like he's starting to play a fuel mileage game. Alex Hayden, how far is he trying to stretch it to? He's got to get to at least lap 217, and that is only nine more laps away. The pit crew, they have their helmets on, and they're just sitting on the wall with the exception of one of the crew members. Everybody else patiently sitting on the wall. So right now, Tony Stewart's been in fuel-saving mode over the last, uh, I would say, 25 to 30 laps. Now the rest of the crew members are finally standing up on the wall. Tony Stewart, fuel-saving mode, trying to do this race on one more pit stop. We know our, everybody else is going to have to do at least another stop who's already been to pit road. 
trying Trying to do stretch it too much. Trying to do everything he can to win this championship. Driving hard, making some amazing moves out there, and now thinking about trying to make this race complete on just one more stop. Tony Stewart leads. Clint Boyer, Joey Logano, Mark Martin, and Carl Edwards. Carl Edwards again in the fifth position of the championship point standings right now. Tony leads by three points. It's 57 laps to go. As the pace car drops off the banking of turn number four, and here comes the field once again. See the green flag waving. Kyle down on the inside of the track. To the outside is Brad Keselowski, and the green goes up in the air. They are side by side across the line. Clint Boyer and Tony Stewart making it a four-way battle in turn one. Stewart three wide to the bottom, wants the lead. He squeezes Kyle Busch up the racetrack. Stewart trying to grab the bottom. He's got Carl Edwards on his back bumper. And nobody is lifting. They are three wide for the lead. Stewart in the bottom. Bush in the middle. Keselowski topside. Here's Stewart to the bottom of the racetrack. He'll jam it in deep. He wants the lead, and it looks like he may get it all four. Can they run this kind of pace for some 36 laps? Here they come to the start-finish line. Again, at the front of the field, Tony Stewart's down at the bottom of the racetrack. Brad Keselowski led that lap by just inches. They're still at it in turn one. Smoke drives it deep into one. Huge slide job up the banking. Tony Stewart to the lead. Here comes Edwards to the bottom for second. Edwards kicks sideways off the corner. Almost collected Brad Keselowski. Edwards backs away. Let's Keselowski have the second spot. Edwards falls in line in third. And Kyle Busch runs right now in fourth. Martin Truex to the outside of Kyle Busch. Trying to rally up to the outside and maybe make a pass of him. But it'll settle down here at the start. Finish line. First side-by-side battle is Casey Kane and Clem Boyer. Kane and Boyer wheel to wheel. That's for position number seven. Boyer's got the bottom lane. Casey Kane running two-thirds of the way up the bank. Boyer at the exit of two. Now Boyer will slide across the nose of that Red Bull Toyota and up in front of him now as they race off the end of the back straightaway. Closer to the front, here's Matt Kenson to the inside of Martin Truex Jr. That's the side-by-side battle for fifth. Martin Truex Jr. determined that he's going to be a factor to win this race here tonight with some 34 laps remaining to be run. They cross the line, chasing Tony Stewart down to turns one and two. Stewart beginning to pull away just a bit. He's got about five, maybe six in hand over Brad Keselowski. Two more back to Carlin. Edwards, five to Kyle Busch, and here comes Martin Truex into the top five. Around the outside, around Matt Kenseth, he will go into that fifth position. Kenseth will follow him back to the corner, and then behind them, you got that Boyer, Casey Kane, Kevin Harvick battle that continues to rage on. Tony Stewart shows the way, and right now has a one-point lead of the championship points over Carl Edwards, but maybe not for long. Carl is going for second place, now held by Brad Keselowski. Edwards takes the inside lane into one. He slides Keselowski up the racetrack. Edwards gets a little bit physical, and he comes away with the number two position. Edwards doing the slide job on Keselowski off turn two. That'll pay off. He'll grab that spot. Now the task at hand, shut the difference down between himself and race leader, Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart right now rolls through turns three and four, putting the car just about anywhere he wants to. He's got a lot of breathing room for the moment compared to what we've seen for the better part of the night. Make it about 20 car lengths between Carl Edwards and Tony Stewart. They're back in turn two. Edwards now is broken free of Brad Keselowski. He'll put the crosshairs on the back bumper of the Mobile One Office Depot Chevrolet. Tony Stewart leads off two. Tony Stewart running for his championship life right now. He is out in front all by himself, and he's got a 15-car length lead over Carl Edwards. But Edwards now has gone to the whip, trying to shut it down and retake the lead that he's held virtually this entire race. Now, since Edwards has taken over the second spot, the championship points 
dead even between he and Tony Stewart. Again, Brad Keselowski is back in third. Martin Truex is fourth. Matt Kenseth is fifth. Sixth spot belongs to Kyle Busch. Seventh is Clint Boyer. Good battle for eight side by side. Kevin Harvick to the inside on Casey Kane with Jeff Gordon in town. Jeff Gordon will round out the top ten. Kevin Harvick losing ground on the bottom. Casey Kane will flash by to pick up a spot. He'll bring Jeff Gordon along for the ride as Gordon will complete the pass in the outside lane. Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards both have had outstanding years in all the races that they've run, but right now it's down to this one race. Can they get it done here tonight? That's the big question right now. Carl Edwards rides along in the second spot. He's 1.1 seconds behind Tony Stewart. Then comes Brad Keselowski. He's led several times this evening. He's in third. The fourth place battle ongoing. That's Martin Truex Jr. and Matt Kenseth. They're back in turn one. Truex just will not turn loose in that number four position. Matt Kenseth has thrown everything at him but the kitchen sink. Again, Kenseth to the bottom, but again, Truex too strong. Too strong in the outside lane is Truex. Matt Kenseth trying to make that forward work downstairs, but this time the approach will change. Matt will drift up a lane, lane and a half, trying to open up the inside line to try to get alongside Truex. Watching the two front runners right now come out of turn number four, Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards cross the line. Tony's already across and heading down into turn number one. The interval one and three-tenths seconds. Now, even so, Dave, if they get over there and Carl can get right on his bumper, getting around may be not that easy. Yeah, it's like the old joke about a dog chasing cars, Marty. Catching one is one thing. What do you do with it after you've caught it? Right now, Carl Edwards has got a tall order. He's not having a lot of luck catching Tony Stewart. Further back, Jeff Gordon on the move again in turn three. Dives to the inside of Clint Boyer. Opens up that inside line. Takes that spot. Now starts to go to work on Kyle Boyd. Jeff having a good night. Going to have a good finish here. This, we're down to 21 laps remaining to be run, but everybody's focused right now and looking at that racetrack. They're watching what Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards do. Traffic going to be a big factor here in the next few laps, Dave? I don't think so, Barney. They've got some real estate. The Jeff Bodine machine is dead ahead, but he's consistently off the pace here. I think Tony's going to sweep around him, Mike Bagley. Tony works around the banking, getting around that slower car, moves up uh, right up against the outside retaining wall, and Carl's not able to shut down the distance at all as they come back to the line. The margin between the two is 1.4 seconds. If anything, Tony is moving away even more. 25 cars are still on the lead lap, but the focus right now is at the front of the field between Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards. The interval between the two, one and four ten seconds, so it doesn't even vary no more than maybe four or five feet both uh, going around this racetrack. Yeah, uh, no one uh, seems to be uh, changing their lines uh, at both ends of the racetrack, doing exactly the same thing each time by. Uh, Tony's uh, separation, his lead over Carl, maintains just about 1.3 to 1.4 seconds, about every time they, they make their moves around here. And at this rate, again, Carl's not making up any ground at all. As Winston said earlier, all night tonight, he's been able to chase people down and put a move on them and go by and take over the top spot. He's led the most laps in the race tonight, a total of 119 laps. Carl's been up front, but right now, he can't seem to touch Tony Stewart. Yeah, it's just it's hard to believe he's done everything he can out there and as good as both those cars. One thing, too, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, we talk about the engine problem that a couple of the Roush Fenway cars have had. That may be a concern, too, about uh, stay within striking distance and have one last shot at it. Hope the engine sticks in there and, and gets the job done. Now, you know, at this stage of a race, especially when your teammates have had engine problems, you're hearing all kinds of stuff in that race car. Every little thing, every little deviation of all the gauges, every little thing 
thing. You're thinking, okay, this could be it. This could be a problem. Uh, just hoping and praying that everything stays together. Carl's been in championship battles before. Came up short uh, to Jimmy Johnson a couple of years ago. And uh, he knows how things can go wrong and uh, hoping that it all stays together. And the exact same thing for Tony Stewart. He's thinking that too, although he doesn't have teammates who've had engine problems. Uh, I guarantee you, he's listening to every little sound and monitoring everything in that car at this moment. Yeah, he's hearing everything that goes on, that's for sure. 14 laps to go. Tony Stewart leads Carl Edwards, Brad Keselowski, Martin Truex Jr., and Matt Kenseth as the top five. And the race has had a little bit of everything. Greg Biffle is out of the race. Landon Castle's out. Cole Whit has parked it. David Reagan is out. Marcus Ambrose in the garage area. Joe Nemechek, J.J. Yaley, David Strimmey, and Michael McDowell. All those cars are in the garage. Dale Earnhardt Jr., I'm looking to see where he's at right now. We thought that he was going to get up there and maybe even have a chance to win this thing or certainly get a top five finish. For about half the race today, his car was really good, but right now he's back in 14th. And with 13 laps to go, don't think he can get up there. All of his fans really wanted to see uh, Junior pick up a win this year. And uh, certainly they turned the corner, I think, at that race team and got things going in the right direction. Had several very, very good runs. And this weekend looked to be a good one for Junior because he was quick in all the practice sessions, qualified well, and, and uh, was up front near the first part of the race tonight. But uh, it's kind of uh, been back and forth since that time. And he's back there in the 14th position as the laps are winding down here tonight. Brad Keselow. Hits the pit lane, lap 255. He rolls down in front of Winston Kelly. He was last in on lap 197. They were rolling the dice that either we wouldn't get back to green or we'd have another caution flag pit stop. They're going to change right flight tires. They're going to pump in one can of Sunoco fuel with 13 laps to go, 12, 11 laps to go in the 2011 season. The Miller Lite Dodge on pit road returns to the right track. Tony Stewart right now going off turn number two and heading up to three and indeed track. Traffic may be a factor for him here in the next couple of laps. Yeah, Barney, he's got some lap traffic directly ahead. A total of four cars as they race their way through the corner. It's going to be interesting to see the lane selections that Tony, Tony Stewart makes here in these last handful of laps. High pressure now. Ten laps to go. Tony indeed dealing with some lap traffic, and Carl has shut it down to 1.1 second. Around the lap car of TJ Bell in turn number one. Stewart is going to have to play this one absolutely perfectly. Next will be Mike Bliss, about 10 or 12 car lengths ahead for Tony Stewart. And there are two other lap cars racing in close proximity to Mike Bliss. Dave Blaney and Travis Quapple there as well as Tony Stewart continues to pick him up and lay him down and close in on the tail end of the field. I think you're going to get your money's worth for the finish. It's coming up here at Homestead Miami Speedway right now. Here's the leader across the line, Tony Stewart, heading back into turn number one. Carl Edwards trying to track him down. If he catches him, can he get around him? Well, he's going to have to catch him first. Tony Stewart fully focused ahead on the lap traffic. He shut it down. About 10 car lengths between him and the next pack of lap traffic. Tony Stewart midway up the back straightaway now. Going to size up his options. Lap traffic about 20 car lengths ahead. Mike Bliss, the first lap car he will encounter. Here's Tony now closing in on Mike Bliss. Tries to decide which way Bliss will steer his car so Tony can figure which way he will have to go. Looking back to Carl Edwards, it is now down to nine tenths of a second between first and second place. Edwards is closing in as the lap traffic draws near for the leader. Carl Edwards all the way to the fence, nearly scrubbed the wall that time in two as he gives it all he's got. He 
He's given it all he's got right now. He has gone to the whip and then some. Tony Stewart inching in on the lap traffic. Three car lengths behind Mike Bliss and Travis Quaffle. Coming down right now to seven laps remaining to be run. Tony Stewart, Carl Edwards, the two championship contenders riding nose to tail, although there is a nine-tenth separation between Tony and Carl. Their turn two. Stewart bypasses the 71 machine of Mike Bliss. Now to the inside of Travis Quaffle's Ford. Tony Stewart clears the lap cars, Try to put some distance on Carl Edwards. He will put some distance between himself and Edwards, and he has two lap car pad as well in the form of Quaffle and Bliss. Stewart's line, he's not wavered now. All last 20 laps. One groove off the outside wall in three and four. Here's Tony after clearing the lap traffic. Now Carl's going to have to deal with those two cars as he follows Tony Stewart back across the start finish line. We're down to six laps to go. Here's Carl Edwards now pulling up on the lap traffic. They're too wide in front of him. He's going to split the difference. Goes right up the middle as Travis Quaffle bails out to give Carl Edwards room. Carl had to change his line now off turn two. Takes a wider swing and he lost a, he's lost a car length maybe two and he's got to make up that ground. He'll take a different line. He's about a groove and a half off the bottom of the racetrack this time through. Traffic does make a little bit of a difference for the two drivers running for the championship right now. We're down to some six laps to go as the leaders head back over to turn two. Tony Stewart in the clear for the moment after dealing with that lap traffic. Next ahead will be Dave Blaney, then Juan Pablo Montoya. No attempt right now or no success for Carl Edwards in trimming the gap. Tony Stewart more lap traffic. Dave Blaney directly ahead. About five car lengths as Stewart again takes it up the banking, begins to close it on more lap traffic off the corner. Coming up on four laps to go as Tony Stewart brings it up off turn number four, doing all he can, and Carl Edwards has he saved something for these last few laps? Across the line, the separation has exactly extended now to 1.1 seconds. If there's anything left for Carl Edwards, he's going to have to show it now. Stewart climbs the banking around the lap machine of Dave Blaney headed for three. He completes the pass on Blaney. Juan Pablo Montoya sees Tony Stewart coming. He'll pull the target Chevrolet to the inside of the racetrack. Stewart will complete the pass and now close in on Jeff Bodine. The closest Carl Edwards has been to Tony in this last 10 or 15 laps was about eight tenths of a second back. Right now, Carl Edwards is posted one and one tenth seconds back, so it's kind of like a Von G cord. It stretches and closes up. Let's see how it's going to end up. They're back in turn two. Stewart around the outside of the Jeff Bodine black machine. Pulling away now from Carl Edwards. Edwards trying to thread his way through traffic. Can't find the real estate off two. Oh, and he gets boxed in for a moment behind Dave Blaney now. But, uh, here's Edwards to the high side of the racetrack. Finally gets around the Blaney car, and that'll cost him a car length, maybe two. Tony Stewart worked his way off turn number four. Comes to the line. It is two laps to go in the Ford 400. The separation back to Carl Edwards still is just over a full second. They're in turn one. After 36 races, who could have believed it could possibly end in a tie? Tony Stewart at the front of the pack. No more lap traffic to deal with. He'll look for the white flag next time. The tension so thick here at Homestead Miami Speedway, you can cut it with a knife. Everybody wondering and waiting and seeing if Carl Edwards can do anything to shut down the distance and take the win away from Tony Stewart. Waiting for him to cross the line. White flag will go in the air for him, indicating one lap to go for Tony Stewart. What a job he has done here tonight, and so has Carl Edwards. Let's follow what happens down in turns one and two. One of the greatest championship drives in NASCAR history. Less than a mile away from completion. Tony Stewart off turn two for the final time at Homestead. Here's 
Tony Stewart at the entrance of turn number three, putting a punctuation mark on the dramatic chase performance in 2011. Tony Stewart is off turn four. Had not won a race throughout the season until the chase began, and now he's won five, and he's won the Ford 400, and he's won the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series Championship. Tony Stewart comes across the line victorious tonight in South Florida. What a finish here at Homestead, Miami, Florida, and for the championship, Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards couldn't have put on a better show if, if they'd waited around here all night to get it done. Right now, let's go trackside. Carl Edwards, that close, and you're able to manage a smile down here. Put into words uh, your thoughts right now. Hey, I, I just, uh, I got to say congratulations to Tony. Those guys earned it. I mean, they won. I guess half the races in the chase, and he's the champion. He did a good job. My guys did a great job. And we pushed him to the end, man. That's all I got. I mean, that is, uh, that's as hard as I can drive. So I think it's really important to give Tony the credit. Those guys did a good job. We, I mean, that is everything I got. So I'll go home and uh, work harder for next year. We'll be back, and we'll make it just as hard on him, hopefully harder. But I'm proud of Ford, Aflac, all of our sponsors, all of our team, and just thank you to the fans. I appreciate you guys for making this so fun. Carl Edwards able to salvage a smile down here. Very emotional to finish here, and that's probably the best finish I've ever seen for a championship run. Uh, it's, you know, we came in with uh, the, the, the separation being three points between Carl Edwards and Tony Stewart. It stayed close all night. Tony Stewart just climbing out of uh, the race car there. We'll hear from him in a few moments. Right now, let's go down to Winston Kelly for a little look at what the scene is like down there as the rain starts to fall. Well, I tell you what, it is pandemonium down here. There is more Coca-Cola being sprayed around on Tony Stewart as he got out of his race car. A lot of people coming by to wish him congratulations, including five-time champion Jimmy Johnson just came by to wish him congratulations. Also, his other driver, Ryan Newman, came by. Tony Gibson, his crew chief, when he got out of the car, he looked up, he went and shook Darian Grubb's hand. When he keyed the radio after the race, he said, Darian Grubb, you are the man. You brought us this championship so it is absolutely pandemonium down here uh while the rain begins to to fall it has not stopped tony stewart at all nor the celebration and this is going to be one incredibly excited individual he said he was going to put the pressure on him when we were in martinsville a couple of weeks ago and he absolutely did he drove the wheels off of this race car and i tell you what he drove to that championship. Let's uh, look at the top ten, the way they wound up here. Uh, his teammate, Ryan Newman, made it in the top ten, so he'll be on the stage as well. Uh, Carl Edwards, of course, winds up second in the standings. Kevin Harvick third. Matt Kenseth gained two spots. He'll wrap up the season fourth in the championship points. Brad Keselowski is fifth. Jimmy Johnson sixth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. seventh. Jeff Gordon with his great finish tonight. Coming in fifth, he moved up three spots in the points, and he will be eighth in the 2011 final point standings. Denny Hamlin came from the cellar and moved up to ninth. He'll be on the main stage. And again, Ryan Newman completes those in the top 10 in the final point standings of the season. Let's go down to Gatorade Victory Lane. I tell you what, it is an absolute celebration down here. He gets a big hug from Eddie Jarvis. Tony, there's so many storylines from this race as uh, Johnny Morris with Bass Pro Shop comes in, gives him a big hug. So many storylines with this race, but I want to start with what are your thoughts, what are your feelings right now standing here as a three-time champion and the first car owner champion that we've had in almost 20 years? Uh, after the way those first 109 laps went today, uh, you couldn't be more proud. <laughs> it's, you know, we we got had a, had the problem early and uh, had the hole in the nose, and 
everybody in this office depot, uh, Mobile One Chevy team did a great job of getting it back going. And then we had the contact with Rudiman and we had to come back in and fix it again. And I told him, I said, man, it's really going to make these guys mad when we come back twice and still <laughs> kick their butt. So, uh, you know, it was just optimism and trying to keep the guys pumped up. But then to come out here and actually do this, it's, uh, man, is it awesome. It's um it's an honor to be in the same category with Alan Quickie, but, you know, Alan did it all on his own, and I got a great co-owner with Gene Haas, and Joe Custer helped put all this together with uh, Rick Hendrick, and just couldn't be more proud of our guys and our organization, and, uh, you know, everybody, Ryan Newman, my teammate, everybody on the U.S. Army uh, Tornado Chevy, and just uh, just an honor to be here tonight. You're quick to share the praise with the team, and rightfully so, but you made a couple of moves out there that you've got to just say, you, know, you made those moves, lap 150, four wide down the main straightaway, and a three-wide pass that you had for the lead. Talk about those moves. Uh, that shows how bad I wanted to win this thing. I mean, you know, during the season, you, you you give guys a little more room than that, but when you're going for a championship, you can't you can't hold anything back. And, uh, you know, I was, a, I was racing around good guys when I did that all night, and we just had to – we couldn't lay, we couldn't leave it on the table. I mean, we we had to go on the restarts, and uh, you know that was a strong suit for us all night. And you know we we took off that one restart, I think twelfth, and came off the corner fifth or sixth on the outside. And uh, man, it's just uh, an awesome night when your car drives that good and you can you can go get it done like that. Those last twenty laps, Carl started closing a little bit, and then you pulled away. Did you do anything different then? Yeah, I made sure that if uh, if we got in traffic, that I had a little something in my back pocket to go with. So. Uh, you know, we, we took care of it. We knew that he was going to have to run hard to catch us and going to have to abuse these tires. And if we just ran our pace that, uh, you know, we could when we got to traffic or if he closed in anymore that we could go when we needed to. You mentioned Alan Kowicki, but you're now in the same category with guys like David Pearson, Daryl Walcher, Kale Yarborough, Lee Petty, all Hall of Famers, a three-time champion. Your thoughts on that? <laughs> uh, it's an honor. That's a that's an impressive group to be with, and uh, just an honor to have the opportunity to, to be a part of that with those guys. And like I said, if it weren't for Gene Haas and Joe Custer and everybody at Haas Automation, uh, you know, Daring Grub, we wouldn't have had this opportunity. So um, just very proud that I've got a group of guys that believed in us when we started this. And Office Depot was the first company, and then to have Mobile One come on board this year, just um, truly, truly an honor to be here with these guys. Congratulations, pal. It's the third one, but I bet this one is the most special. Enjoy it. Yeah, and you owe me a six-pack for this, too. Absolutely. You've got that coming. Tony Stewart is our 2011 NASCAR Sprint Cup Series champion, and he's going to celebrate right now. Tony Stewart getting a big hug from his mom. Tell you what, this is one more celebration down here. And so ends another racing season. We congratulate the champions all determined this weekend. Austin Dillon in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series on Friday night. Last night, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. winning the NASCAR Nationwide Series Championship. And tonight, Tony Stewart, who wins the Ford 400 and his third Sprint Cup Series Championship. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.